I added one word off of uh, one of the podcasts, but just one word the whole time. Hello, hello, mic check. Hello. Excuse me. Uh, hey, everybody, it's uh, Chinook with uh, another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem. And uh, today we have, um, how do you describe the, uh, the, the Dr. Dre of the, the podcast. Because he, uh, he uh, produces and performs. Is that that be a good way to describe it? Am, am I going to get a fucking uh, an empire, bro, like uh, inside of Apple? No, it's not tan chiludo like Dre, though, but todavía. Oh, he's, like, he's a producer and a performer. I, I would like that cash, bro. <laughs> And uh, today we got Fernando from Chicano Shuffle and, and Latino Happy Hour. And, and I don't know, who is there more? Yeah, you're 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 part of that that's too. True, that? yeah, I'm part of a lot of things. I, I, I There's hear, something I, else I'm not throwing out, but I forgot. Okay, I hear you're the brains behind the, the cafe, dude. Uh, I don't know about the brains, but yeah, I, I, I do a lot of legwork when you're the Jewish guy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good way to put it. I'm the, the judío, the crew, maybe. You're, you're the Jerry Haller of the Stasa. I, I get, I get really into things, way. So, I mean, a little bit. I, mean, the, I was listening to an episode of Churros and Puros, and what's his name? Uh, the dude, I call him the dude, Sergio. He goes, yeah, you know, we had an idea, and we gave it to uh, Fernando. And he goes, he just knows how to run with things. And he fucking went and did. He goes, he does most of it, you know. That's why I'm saying that. I've never worked with you on, on any products or any, you know, anything. I'm going from what I hear from, from different people. That's why I'm saying that. So. Well, yeah, yeah, my thing usually I think is, uh, like, you point me in a direction way, and I fucking... I'll go away. Like, I, I take it and I run with it. Like, they grab us un trapo and you smell it and then you woof, woof, woof. Pretty much, way. Like, I'm like that fucking, yeah, that beagle way. You would have found Rambo on Rambo Dude, 1, right? I would have found whatever you wanted, way. I would have found that fucking crystal skull for Indiana Jones if you want. <laughs> like Just let I, me smell it, right? You give me a fucking day or two, and I have, I have everything you want to know, way. All right, all right. That's I, good, man. I, I go deep on things, way. So, yeah, I got to get that. Yeah. All right, that all right. Makes sense. All right, cool. I'll, I'll take it. Thank, well, thank you for uh, sitting in. Frankie is, um, he called in, what would I say? He called that's in being a good father. Oh, that's a good one, that one. Yeah, I, I can't say amen. No, be a bad father. I can't thought I would do that shit. Nah, it's 20, 2020, what is it, 22? 2022? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can't do it in 2022, man. No, not even. Back back when, you know, when we were maybe. when we were kids and our and our parents were around, oh, man, in La Barra, you know? Yeah. They were at the bar, but we were playing fucking baseball games and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think my dad ever saw one of my Little League games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You either? No, tampoco, way. So, welcome to No Father, yeah. No Problem, Fernando. So, the No let, Father. Let the healing begin. <laughs> my thing now, too, way, is when people are talking shit, you know, telling their dad stories that... The, 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 you know, the weakest stories, oh, my dad didn't fucking do this. We're talking about this, and they're like, oh, yeah, my dad, too. I'm like, so I just tell everybody now, yeah, bro, don't worry. No father, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> There's thank, a whole podcast, bro. Uh, thank you for the plug. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for the plug. Yeah, man. I, you know, the whole, my father never uh, saw a baseball game. I remember uh, we used to hang out at the boys' club in East mm -hmm. L.A., and I remember one, like, one season, uh, I had won, like, three trophies. And they had a war night, and then that war night, they would give everybody the trophies. Oh, sure. And all the other kids would come back to their seat and show it to their mom or dad. And I was, I was there holding three, three trophies, and nobody showed them to them. Oh, I was like, like, <laughs> one of these days, I want to make a podcast about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you guys. I'm going to talk about you for three years oh. and have a lot of episodes about you guys. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. My dad was, yeah, he was never there for those things. My mom was working. My dad could have been doing who knows what the fuck with. But I have my grandpa way. My grandpa, 
if anything, he would pick me up at least. <laughs> you know, like from the if he would if he didn't make it to watch the game, he'd yeah. pick me up back from on the way back from work or something. At least he knows somebody cared, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I still had somebody. It just wasn't a my dad here and there, but not, he never made it a game or to his trophies or to the school fucking nights or whatever. You know, like let me go talk about your kid. Nope, wasn't around for those ways. Yeah, man, it's they they're they're making them different now or. Or not that they're making a difference. The fathers today were born in this country as opposed to in Mexico. In Mexico, they weren't really held accountable. It was harder to find a motherfucker and charge with child support in Mexico. Out here, they're fucking scared of the child support, and they're 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 easier to find out here. Yeah, well, it's a different culture, no? Like over there, it's like the machismo al cien, no? Like fucking, like how dare you fucking charge me for my child, way? Like, <laughs> right, right. You're lucky I boned you, right? Yeah, you're lucky you got that kid. Yeah, you're a whore too for letting me do it to you. Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah, I, 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 I left because you're a whore because you boned me one on the first date or whatever. <laughs> I didn't even like it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's a different culture way, but um, I think I think because of all that, I think I overcompensate. I've been thinking about it too lately. Way like, as a dad, was I overcompensate? I, I I've been thinking lately. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's good to do maybe, it once in a while. Yeah, but maybe maybe I'm too present. You know, like maybe they're gonna they're gonna I don't know if, what if I want to call it like a privileged or. What would be the word where like, like I'm always there, like so they can always count on me kind of yeah. thing, and I don't know if that's gonna come back and bite me in the ass, you know? Yeah, the day you're not gonna be there, but I start you with the shoe untied <laughs> yeah. for like half an hour, saying, Where, "Where's that man that automatically ties my shoes every?" <laughs> I, I haven't went out to recess for three weeks. <laughs> go to go to second base. My shoes untied. <laughs> my dad, my dad got a flat. I, I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I might be overdoing it. Really. I don't know. I guess only time will tell in those things. Huh? Well, you know what though? But isn't it better than not being there? I, I uh, time will tell. Or time will tell. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things that you only know with time. I, like you don't, you only know if you did it well with your kids, right? With time, there's no, there's no way to really know until fuck when, twenties or something. I, you know what? I think uh, the best way to know if you did well with your kids is if your kids hate you. <laughs> if your kids hate you, it's because you're doing your job. I would say. Well, what, even if what if they still hate you, like they're twenties or thirties? It's, it's because they they haven't grown up yet. If they still hate you when they have kids and are in the position you were in when they hated you, then you fucked up. That's but the milestone. That, 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 that's right there where the, the where things swing, and they're like, "Oh, no wonder that fucking dick did this." You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, Dad, uh, I'm sorry, I hated you for the last twenty years, yeah. but you were right." You know. That, that's a long time to wait with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? The hardest things I ever did with, uh, to my kids bothered me a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, if it's easy for you to do, your kids are not going to benefit from it. Yeah, no, yeah, sometimes you have to make, I mean, the ones right now, I, have, I mean, I have, I have a one in her 20s, but, you know, she's she's done with, I guess. You know, like, yeah, she's floating on her own, I guess. But the smaller ones, same thing. Sometimes, like you say, you have to make some decisions that kind of, kind of hurt you two-way, but, like, you got to... Well, it's for the best you figure out. Like I'll find out in thirty years if this was right. So yeah. stuck out on one. Okay. Like my my daughters, um, um, as they were growing up, they started to see things the way I see things, and and you know, they're like, "Hey, Dad, uh, I did this." You know, they don't they don't thank you or they don't say nothing, but they're like, "Oh yeah, remember when you told me about this?" And and I'll be a dick and I'll be like, "You're welcome." <laughs> and they're like, I didn't say thank you. I go, you don't have to. You're, you're, you're welcome, you know? Yeah, we, we did things for a reason, right? Yeah, well, you, I mean, you hope there's a reason, right? So <laughs> yeah. Some parents, so, I mean, I, I think I have a reason, but I may or may not be right. We'll see. Oh, really? Oh, really? What was your sports when you were growing up? 
Uh, I played I played a lot of Little League. I tried fucking. Uh, I tried fucking. I wanted to play the the Pop Warner football, but no one ever took me to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you need a doll signature, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, cause the baseball field was down the street way. Oh, okay. The Pop Warner Park was a little farther away. Like I could walk to the baseball field, but I couldn't walk to to play football. Like oh, all right, okay. And then the, the homie that used to live across the street from my grandma's house, where, where I was always at. Also, he was supposed to take me, but he never fucking called me in the morning to go with him, like to sign oh, up. I... For like three years, they forgot about me. <laughs> so I never got to play. Way, but um, mostly, yeah, mostly just the, the little league baseball. Way, I played soccer in high school for a little bit, but um, I didn't work. I played fucking football too, and now I think about it for like two weeks. Until we started playing like games, and they didn't have fucking pads and helmets, and I already missed two games like sitting on the bench. <laughs> I'm like I'm a team player, way, but this is this is ridiculous, this right? This is stupid. I'm closer to a cheerleader than a player. <laughs> I'm doing more cheering than playing. This is not right. You can buy this jersey in the shop right there. What the fuck, way? Like, where's my pads? So yeah, that didn't work out. Mostly, yeah, mostly just little league baseball, way. Oh, okay, okay. We you know, we grew up and we were at the, the boys' club. I mean, even Frankie and a lot of the other guys used to hang out with the Skiko um, from the area. That's where we grew up and. We did a lot of our fucking, did a lot of sports there, you know? And I always tell everybody, back then, the, like, the kids that we were playing at the boys' club were playing on the street, because we did a lot of playing on the fucking street, you know? Yeah. Football, de todo. But and we but we played, I mean, we were, like, like organized, and we, you know, we, we were skilled and fucking competitive, you know? Those kids then, compared to the lonjas you see now, the little pug, pugly-looking <laughs> kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's all there is. You go around, and man, those kids could not fucking touch us back then, man. In in, in football, baseball, and putazos, and f- any fucking sport, you know, because they don't they don't they don't do that shit. Damn, they don't bro. do it. Well, write, write your strongly worded letters to Chanok. <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> Send them send them in and send me a picture of your fat kid too when you're at it. But wouldn't you agree? The, the kids nowadays compared to 20 years ago, it, it's a it's a whole different animal. Yeah, well, the, the, I mean, part of it, part of it's not their fault either. Way, like, how many times do you remember as a kid going to McDonald's? Way, and nowadays, you go to McDonald's all the time. You're, the kids are there all the time, stuff like that. It's like the cheaper alternative now than than you remember. But even like even now, they say, well, hey, if you want to save money, go to supermarket. Sometimes that doesn't work out. You know, fucking, you don't have that money or you don't have that time. You know, mm-hmm. parents are working two or three jobs or something. Pick up the kids, pick up McDonald's, drop them off at the daycare or the grandma's house. I remember going to McDonald's like fucking a handful of times growing up with, and my kids go like probably fucking once a week or something. Same with me. I didn't have McDonald's till I was like six, man. Man, I was fucking begged for McDonald's, and my mom, you know, she was just fresh from Mexico here. You know, I was born in Mexico. I got it when I was like four. My mom was fresh from Mexico. Ma, get a McDonald's, like the commercial. She's like, mijo, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. No sé qué es eso, mijo. And I go, the McDonald's, I eat, they have the little cajita, the monitos, <laughs> the happy meal, right? And I'm trying to explain to you this. And, you know, my dad's American Indian. He was from the States. And my aunt showed up one day, and my mom tells her, he goes, do you know what he wants? He goes, sí, de la McDonald's. ¿Le puede traer una? So they brought me a Happy Meal with a little box and shit, oh, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucking happy as shit, man. She went and she got the box, and then I go and I grab the hamburger, I eat the burger, and I, I fucking, uh, the fries and la soda. It's like, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Nothing else in here. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to make my own sandwich. 
make my own I sandwich. Agree. I'm gonna throw them. I'm gonna reuse it, right? Yeah. Throw the sandwich in the little box. I get that. Remember that glass that used to come with the mole? Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody's cup. Everybody's yeah, little fucking glass, nice. Yeah, little, one at the house. El cristal, right? <laughs> 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 you used to have a set of them in the fucking chinera, dog. But yeah, the fucking <laughs> glass, and I fucking put milk in it and put it in the box, and then I would walk out of my house all cool, carrying my fucking McDonald's box, <laughs> and I would like make, your lunch box, like my lunch box, and I would make it to the front yard and be like, "Woo, it's." been a hot day let me stop for a for a good meal <laughs> like you're framing a house <laughs> yeah yeah I was, I was a contractor yeah, shit. Yeah. Ooh, it's time for a fucking meal and and I, I would sit on the grass and start eating my sandwich then take a drink of that warm ass milk and be like i don't care man this is mcdonald's this is good milk <laughs> i see like i made that box last man dude, that's, nunca, nunca teníamos, nunca teníamos. Yeah, that's what i'm saying dude, I, I remember one time what was it already like probably sixth grade maybe seventh grade or something where i went you know, I, w- I, was, I went to the some little friend's house, whatever, and so I went with them after school, and they stopped at McDonald's, and then we got off, and this fucker orders, like, uh, they're ordering, right? So, I'm, fuck, in my head, you know, I'm a kid, where I'm like, I don't get anything, you know, like, <laughs> like I, I have no money, bro, what am I going to fucking buy at McDonald's? I got zero money. But, so the kid orders, I remember my friend ordered, like, a 20-piece nuggets, like, large fries, and, like, some drink, right? Not even, like, a normal combo meal, right? like, a... Like a la carte wig. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, 20 piece. Oh, fuck, all right, we're going to share, homie. <laughs> fuck, yeah. And then fucking he finished. The mom ordered whatever she was going to order. And then they're like, hey, so what do you want? Oh, well, I thought I was just going to have some of his 20 piece wig. He's like, nah, bro, that's that's all for me. Get on right here. No shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I don't even know what the fuck to get here, wait. Like, where, what do you get? He's like, oh, you, can, you want a 20 piece? I was like, yeah, fuck it. I want a 20 piece. <laughs> it's <wig."> a Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> <man. laughs> and then he's like, you want fries? I go, I kept looking at her like, yeah, like, waiting for that approval, right? Yeah, it's like, okay. It, who's paying? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, fucking, I got a whole little. I didn't finish all that shit with. Go ahead, Fernando. Whole, the father and the mother work in this family, right? Yeah, they les iba bien apparently. I guess. Wey. Yeah, it, but it, it, I was like a twenty-piece. Fuck, I didn't know that shit existed. You thought it was for a whole family. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went through the same thing you did because I remember as you know we got a little bit older and uh, my dad had moved out. And then my sisters started working because I'm the youngest and I got four older sisters. So they started working. So they started contributing to the house, right? So one Sunday morning, my sister goes, here, mijo, here's some money. Go get us a um, McDonald's. I go, cool. And I go down to Cesar Chavez and Ma. My wife apparently lived across the street. I should have went over to her house and got some real quick, but I was already just dying. I was thinking about that. If I would have known, if I would have known, man, bro. Yeah. So hindsight. So, you know, I went to the fucking Jack in the Box and like, I don't know what to order. And I look at the menu and uh, I'm like, uh, can, can I get a Big Mac? And the lady on the fucking bag went, uh, uh, it's a Jack in the Box. I'm like, oh. And I walk away. <laughs> I, get, I get out of the line all embarrassed and I don't know what, I got a 20 in my hand and I don't know what to do. I'm fucking like eight, you know, I'm young. And, and I'm like, uh. I started running fucking home and I'm like, I couldn't buy the food. It was no Cisa because I've never been there. Yeah, I, you didn't I, fuck, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck to order, you know? Because like, my mom never, no one's ever taken me. Well, the, the times I had went, like the, like I said, the, the, at least in memory, with the handful of times I went, someone ordered for me, you know? They got yeah. the, the Happy Meal or whatever, you know? When they asked me what I wanted, wait, there's a fucking big ass menu. You're like, what the fuck do I get here, wait? Even as adults, they're fucking complicated with that. It would usually, they would look back, you know, like uh, cheeseburger or hamburger or. Chicken I nuggets. I don't remember getting that option. You don't get that option. <laughs> yeah, man. I got whatever they threw threw it. Well, I didn't throw it. I mean, I don't want to. They were there. My parents were like that. But yeah, I got whatever they fucking got me with. The, Just the, like uh, I, I used to tell uh, 
there's a fucking so like as growing up the times that my dad took me like to toys r us or something to get a toy like oh fucking for whatever reason or whatever it was i always had like so it took me and you'd go okay so what what can i get here and oh you can get whatever like in this little section whatever you know you're like oh fuck it well i'm gonna get the the, the biggest one i can get right so yeah. i would get like the the what's the, the example i always use the thundercats so i i remember i bought that the they bought me he bought me the thundercats like the car with the little pl- claw, claw hands or whatever yeah yeah the tires but I didn't have a Thundercat to put in it with. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lot of stuff like that. So I'd have like a, like a G.I. Joe car, but no G.I. Joe's. <laughs> you're like, you're like what's his driver not included? Cállate, let's go. <laughs> it doesn't mean nothing. So I didn't think it through. <laughs> so I had a bunch of like fucking toys that didn't work together. Where it was, but it, was, eh, it is what it is. Hacieron los, los, los tiempos, uh, you know? And... Um, I think in basis who we are now, you know, we mm-hmm. we learn to appreciate. When when I got into the age where I started working, I overcompensated, but on myself because I got to that age where, where I was working, I was making good money, yeah, and, disposable income, uh, you know, yeah, and I was a bachelor, and fuck, they introduced me to fucking steak. Uh, fucking steak <laughs> is awesome. You guys, have you guys tried this? Yeah, Beef steak is not the same. <laughs> you no, know, not even, not even. This is fucking different. This is one piece. And uh, they introduced me to fucking Northwoods Inn, and, you know, I, I I overdid it, overcompensated myself for not having growing up, you know. My mom was an excellent cook. She still is. But it was not the same. I You know, I couldn't have a hamburger. Era bambimbo with a fucking piece of a... Uh, 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 the, the beef was still, thick. Was it still in your McDonald's box? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that thing's just a drop in there, man. <laughs> I would have laminated it. Yeah. Mame, lo echas a la cajita. Echas a la cajita. And uh, it was a fucking big-ass burger. That's what we had, you know? So, you know, I, I would want to go out and, and then overcompensate on myself and buy myself whatever I fucking wanted. And some of the things that I that I liked was I like going to bars, eating really, really good. And that was, I think, mean, those are the two things that I spent my money on. Frankie was, Frankie likes to dress up. Siempre le gustaban los pichis, Nikes, man. Ever since he was like, started making money, he's always been about Nikes. Until recently. Until he's had this uh, cambio de vida of his oh, own, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, no more, no more Nikes for him. What is I don't it, know. Balance or when? Uh, the big fucking big round shoes now that he looks like a, like, <laughs> he looks like a cabbage patch dog con los fucking zapatos redondos. <laughs> So so that's what that's what he would do. So yeah, you we, we overcompensate for not having as, as fucking children. What what did you do for I yourself? I compensated with a lot way because I had a I guess a lot of disposable income at some point way. I had fucking tons of hobbies way. But it was mostly I used to collect toys, comics, uh fucking airsoft guns, fucking cars. <laughs> I had a lot of hobbies but yeah. I remember I have a lot of chingo like board games now too at some point I got really into board games but I mean it all stems like we're saying like I had the so since since I always had that one toy without the, the figure or the figure without the like one like mi- mix and match and everything yeah I think I compensated in that when I bought something I wanted to have like the whole set now where, so like I had to have it, all five figures and the fucking car now so when you would buy like a little action figure on the background of the cardboard, yeah, there was a little castle. You're like, where's this castle at? Yeah, I O four. You go to the castle yeah. and you're like, hey, where's this fucking um this this other castle? I O seven. You end up walking yeah. out with six castles and a fucking action figure. Simon, that, that's almost exactly how it was. Like, or I would hunt like 
like sometimes you know like it's like collecting toys where like some some of them like one monito might be more rare yeah like in a box in the, the case G.I. Joe without a glove there's or something like, stupid like that yeah, right yeah there's only one April O'Neil or something in the in the case or something I would fucking drive around fucking a bunch of Toys R Us is looking for that shit or fucking someone would say hey bro over here I heard they're fucking getting the case alright fucking let's go see where a lot of have a Frank and Sons uh... I hit a little Frank and Sons was a big thing I, I, I went through all like their movements I started in that other warehouse and moved to another one so I used to go with the other another compa like a, the neighbor some kid too that had a was that classic kid that had everything you ever wanted? Oh, like, man. Because he was a single child. The little <laughs> fat kid from Pee Wee Herman. Remember the, old, ah, the kid with the bike? That kid? Algo así, algo así. Oh, like, really. There's another one, too. Ramon told me uh, some Christmas one where he has, like, all the Nintendo stuff and the glove that's on HBO Max, something like that. Like, that mm-hmm. dude had the Genesis, the Nintendo, the Segas, like, everything where, like, you ever wanted because he was a single child. And I don't know, fucking, I don't know what the fuck he had. He only had, he had a single parent, but he had grandparents, I think, that did okay. All right. But he was a single kid, so he got everything. So with him, he'd go, he'd literally go to Frankenson's, I think it was it, when it was open, like Wednesdays and Saturdays, where to buy cards and shit and comics. So I'd fucking tag along with He was like, the neighbor, you want to go? I fuck yeah, I want to go. I don't got any money, but I'll go see. Right. But then, like, I continued on as I got older and had money, I went and bought stuff. But even then, there's a story we still too. I don't know how. If I've told it on the shelf or not, maybe. So he wanted, we were going to go, uh, he was going to go to Disneyland, that kid. And it was another one of those, like, hey, do you want to go? Disneyland is how much, way? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me, let me go find out, way. And then fucking, so I think they, they told me maybe, you know, maybe. And, and those times, maybe it was no. Maybe for me now as a parent is maybe is, is maybe. Yeah. Back, yeah. back then, maybe was. 50-50 chance, right? Yeah, 50. Uh, yeah, I was, back in those days, maybe it was like, I'm going to forget about it. I'm just buying myself time, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping you forget about yeah, it too, not, right? What, now maybe is this way for your grades. Yeah. I mean, about the portas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so fucking they gave me the maybe. And then they all, back then I was into little cards and comics too. So at that time is when Shaq was about to hit the NBA way. Oh, okay. They had just been drafted. And so there was a little gold card like you can get in like the tops or one. I don't know if it was top or pinnacle or something. If you get the little cards, we're fucking a lot of money, bro. And this, the kid goes, hey, bro, well, I'm going to go to the... On Wednesdays to Frankenstein's, you want to bring me back some packs? And maybe we fucking score a car, bro. And fucking everybody could go to Disneyland. I was like, fucking, <laughs> this kid plan is fucking on point. Let's do it. It's, it can't fail, right? Yeah. It can't I, fail. I don't know where I got like those $10 I gave him. I don't know if I took him from the purse type of movie. That. <laughs> I don't remember where those $10 came from, but I gave him like $10. I think he bought me like four packs. I think they're like 250 each or something or four or five packs. Before I got back from school and went to his house, he had already... Opened them and shit. He opened his pack. He bought like a fucking half a box. I don't know. He had a lot of packs. Shit. I opened my four. I got two of those Shaq goats. No shit. So I don't know how the fuck that happened. That fucking statistics don't add up. But I got two of them. Each each one of them at that point were worth like 200. Even by like by the following week, they're worth like 300 something each. But it, I was like, fuck yeah, bro. You're going on Saturday, right? And, and he was like, yeah, bro. All right, bro. So we made a whole little deal where he takes it. He tries to sell it for me. And whatever, and, he, and fucking the mom was like, yeah, yeah, we can, we're gonna go on Saturday, whatever, yeah, we'll go. So I gave it to him. He fucking comes back, you know, Saturday night. I'm home, and I fucking run over. Hey, so what the fuck? Bell. Because he's a. Where, where, Lana, no Lana, fucking going to Disneyland next week, what the fuck? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking, I sold it for you, it was fucking this much. And then the mom fucking comes out of fucking like the kitchen, she's like, all right, because she had the money, I guess she was holding the money. She's like, yeah, so we sold it for like, I don't remember the exact figure, but sold it for 200 bucks, right? 
So here's your like fucking 150. I was like, my 150? You just said you sold it for 200 bucks. And fucking, yeah, well, you know, obviously you have to give him his cut. So he, he gets fucking 20 bucks or whatever. Good life lesson. Yeah, right? But, yeah. but then she's like, plus, you know, you have to pitch him for gas. So she did this much for gas and then this much for who knows what other fee she Miscellaneous, no, yeah. don't forget that shit, huh? Transaction fees. Yeah. You know? So I was like, all right, well, fuck it, bro. I, got, I think I got like 140, 150, but I go, but it's enough for Disneyland, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, her chingon. So I, I got to go to Disneyland, todo. But that always stuck to my head. I was like, fuck, esta metancia for the gas way. Gas was probably like 85 cents or something. And she <laughs> took like 20 bucks. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you know what though? They probably went all the way over there, saw the car just for you. No, this no. guy went every every he went every Wednesday and every Saturday away. But it's a good life lesson, and, right? And the, it's not like Don't trust anybody. The the mom, from what I remember, uh, didn't like work. Like she or at least she didn't go to work. She was she was she was always there. So, but she was, yeah, I don't want to talk shit because we're kids. Maybe you don't understand the full situation, but yeah. she was kind of, she, she wasn't cool, let's say. Wait. But yeah, me transio a few times that fucking señora. Wait. But I mean, I got to go to Disneyland and then I still had that card for a long time and then I lost it and I should have sold it when it was like 300 bucks or something. That's, so, that's a fucking awesome story, dude, because shit never works out like that. Well, never. That was, that was I, luck. I, yeah. Well, I don't know, luck. Well, those, all those two, those two was fucking unbelievable. I didn't know how yeah. to to this day, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck that happened because you got to assume maybe, maybe there's one of those per box, you know? Yeah. And I got two of them somehow. I, 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 to this day, I don't know how the fuck you that You should happened. never play the lottery again because you blew your wad. Oh, no, I wait. mean, your complete luck wad, I eat those no, two cars. Tam, tam, don't tam, ever play lottery or nothing. Be, before I had kids, my luck was, I'm going to say it was pretty good. After the dad, I guess they, they took it all away. Oh, really? When your wife's like, you're lucky to be with me. Like, nope, my luck went away when I got those two cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah. I was telling Savicha Joe, and I think uh, Alfredo fucking the other day to the story too. I always tell the story away because to me it's fucking hilarious. Some people fucking take it a little different. I was at the Bellagio and we came down. It was still early in the morning where like when they're still, you know, in the early morning when they're teaching people how to play cards, how to play roulette, they're giving the little classes. Yeah. yeah. And I went and sat down and there was some, just some other Arab dude right there playing. I was like, hey, you guys mind? No, no, I'm fucking missing thing. Good that was one Blackjack. I used yeah. to play a lot of blackjack. I used to be pretty good at it. Same here. I used to be at night until my kids, then I don't win shit anymore. But back then, I still, <laughs> I at least broke even back then. Yeah. This time, though, me and this Arabe were fucking driving so chingong way that I would be like, hey, bro, you're not going to double down on that? Oh, I'll do it for you. Oh, no, I'll do this for you. Oh, you're not going to do this? Oh, fuck. You got to play this hand, bro. I'm going to do it for you. So much so that we had like the, the like movie style mountain of chips. Where yeah. Like, we had stacks of like hundreds. No I shit. I might have had, I don't know how many thousands of dollars I had with. And we played until we ran that shit down. Oh. <laughs> dos. None of us backed out. Ninguno lo rajamos. Time of my life, bro. Like, I'm never again will I play like that way. And fucking, I was happy as fuck. My friend kept coming and going, hey, you gotta stand up and let's go. I go, nah, bro, fuck that, bro. Like, I'm, I'm betting like stacks of black chips, way. I'm like, yeah, like, you're like, if I lose all this, I would have lost a hundred bucks, right? Because that's all I put in or whatever it was, yeah, right? Yeah. So this doesn't matter. This is all inflation. Yeah, no, so to me, to me, like the way I explain it, always that was monopoly money to me. That money yeah. was never mind. It didn't. It didn't exist. And that's yeah. the way you look at it. That's why you have fun. If you can't afford to lose it, don't fucking play. Yeah, yeah. I still came out way. I still came out with fucking uh, enough to pay like for the trip for everybody way and like fucking money to take home way. Because I have, I taught Ramon too. Like when you're playing, when you're up, start putting like some chips like just in your pocket that you'll forget about way. So when you stand up, oh shit, I stand. Oh shit, I got some chips right here. I, I agree with that, but I can't do that. 
I put it in my pocket, and then I'll realize anymore. I'll pull it out. I, or if I have, say, I have a fifty, and I get a fucking eight against a five, and I don't have anything else to double down with, yeah. I either put more cash out, or if I have the chips, I put them on there. What I would, what I would do is I would call my wife. I go, hey, come and get some black <laughs> chips. So my wife would come over, That's and I move, yeah. and I should get them. And so then, so they're, they're fucking gone, right? Once they're gone, so once I had a, a nice stack of black chips, she would come and get them, come and get them, come and get them, and that was fucking out of there. You know, if I'm out of cash in my wallet, whatever she took, you know. Yeah, to me it was it was almost like a like religious way. Once I put it put it in my fucking like a left pocket. Yeah. It's like it's fucking the black hole. It's oh, gone. Really? So like I had trained myself already. Your pocket go all the way down like, your fucking down to your ankle and shit. Yeah, I got more. I got can't more, reach it. I got more money in my in my right pocket. You know, if I want to pull out more money, that's on me. But the the ones I went in my left are untouchable. You know. So I taught myself that little move like young and. It worked out a really good way. I always came up. I don't have that kind of self-control. So, I, I would have to give them away. I'd so, have to call my wife and get them. Yeah, so then in, in that instance, I fucking, I went home probably with like two grand or something. Oh, that's fucking awesome. But the but everybody, even when I came home and I told my girl that at the time, that I had at the time, and my mom and I, you know, I wanted, you want to tell everybody, they're like, that's pendejo. That's pendejo, idiota. <laughs> like, and, and to me at that point was always like, Dude, I had the best time of my life. Why, why is everybody so angry? Hey, you know what? I think a lot of that comes from the good energy that you have. If you're at the table and you're having a good time and you're being helpful with other people, you're helping other people. Like, no, man, you want to split those eights. eights. You know, you, yeah. you're helping people out. You get, you have good energy, and then fucking that's when you start to win. Cuando sale esta leyenda amargo, como que fucks up the game. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even it was like I said, like there was that one guy playing. And I asked him before I jumped in, hey, is it all oh, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's proper etiquette. Yeah, so, and he was like, yeah, yeah, really. We're like, he wasn't fucking winning, you could tell in his face. But you guys started having fun. And like I said, to me, it was Monopoly money, bro. Like it, like you said, I started, I don't remember what to start with, 100, 200 bucks, whatever it was. With. But like I like I told, uh, I was, who was I telling you last time too? Like, oh, Westside Dave. I was like, yeah, I go. And I when I go to Vegas or when I used to go, because now I fucking, estoy salado, I'd rather not go. But the fucking, uh, thank you. I, I go, I, I have my money that I set aside, yeah. and I go, only 500 bucks. These 500 bucks, essentially, are burned. They don't fucking exist. This is gambling money. Win or lose. Because if, if you go in there fucking, oh, shit, I got to, this is run money. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to fucking do well, because you're always going to have that stress. So I, I was, yeah, this is money that I got to burn. Like, this is gone. And that's what you got to go into. You got to go in there expecting to gamble and expecting to lose because that's what it is. The odds are against you. You know, if you go in there expecting to win, you're always going to be disappointed. I go in there and I, I like to find the, the the cheapest blackjack table there is. And now, you know, it's hard to find a, yeah, yeah, it's hard to find find a $5 blackjack. Yeah. $10.00. And fifteen is kind of standard now. If you go, Even the if you ten dollar ones, they're they're not as, as many as they were. Way. Yeah, they're hard to find, yeah. man. And you know, back when I started learning how to play blackjack, I remember dollar blackjack. No, I didn't those. So that's Saharos. The casino is fucking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. at the old strip. Yeah, yeah for sure you can find. No, no, no. This was an actual casino. Casino on the strip. Yeah, yeah. They actually tore but it I'm down. I'm saying like the last time. Like towards the, the north side, right? Yeah. So that's where I learned how to play blackjack. Well, single dollar blackjack, and I'm thinking, all right, I put 40 bucks down, and I'm playing, and the table's full, so it takes a while. The guy's got to keep shuffling. As long as I can drink fast enough to, co- <laughs> to compensate for the fucking 40 bucks. Like, I lost 40 bucks, but I had eight drinks, and I'm like, hey, I'm up eight bucks. Hey, I'm, bro, up, you, I'm up eight bucks. You right? sit out every other hand? Yeah, <laughs> I know. You're like, I don't know. I don't know about this hand right here. Go ahead. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. skip this. I'm not feeling this one. I'm Let the cards it. reshuffle for everybody. I'm doing this for you guys, you know? 
<laughs> for you fucking, and then you just keep drinking. You're like, hey man, that's you know, when you're young, you know, it's, yeah. it's a forty dollar buzz, and uh, well, I, I learned. So that this is why I went to not roulette to craps the craps table. So he, like I said, he split blackjack, and now I fucking after my kids, I haven't won shit on fucking blackjack. Wait. I don't know if I don't have the same focus or whatever, but so I fucking el compa, my sister's a. Uh, Boyfriend was like, hey, bro, well, come play craps with us. I go, I don't know how to play craps with. He's like, ah, oh, bro, watch. It's fucking easy. So whatever. I was like, all right, I went. I think I threw down like 100 bucks. I mean, it's fucking play. They gave me a bunch of chips. Bro, those 100 bucks lasted me forever. <laughs> never, I've never played. Is it fun? I hear it's a lot of fun. Well, it, it, yeah, it, get, it gets really fun as long as you don't lose it all. in chingasso. Like if you're not... Like, I was playing all those little safe bets, like the 50-50 bets. Yeah, yeah. So that you kind of keep going, keep going. You never really win. But you're losing really slow. Yeah. But the drinks keep coming. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, dude, this is the this is the spot. <laughs> as long as you look like you're fucking having a good time, the waitresses vienen, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you don't place a bad way, but they still come and they saw you playing before. Yeah. You still get the drinks. But like I said, like if you play it right, I mean, sometimes there's there's all the bad rolls and there you get a few dudes sometimes in a roll get the you, they crap out. But for the most part, you lose, but slowly way enough to. Get some drinks where if you play it smart, like well, it's safe, I guess. Not, but yeah, th- I don't have luck anymore in those shit. With that shit, with. Set so I had kids where that, that's where I, I I think I found the line. Yeah, when I thought about it, when. and you uh, you overthinking now that you have kids, uh, you can't see yourself spending money on lo pendejo no more. I can't put down like I can't burn those five hundred. I think I think it might you might be right way. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Back when I used to play, I, I used to be really good at it. And, I would tell my wife, I go, hey, I got that itch. Every six months, I go, I got the itch. And then I would take off the state <laughs> line, sometimes by myself, because I like to travel by myself a lot. Or a buddy who I know, he's down. And we take out the state line, get a room, and then start fucking playing blackjack. Next morning, come right back. See, just, just in and out, just to fucking play. And if I did well, I would stop by at the outlets, coming back. <laughs> and they have a coach store, right? Yeah, yeah. And I would always buy my wife a purse, and then my girls buy them a little coach Pouches or like Chewbacca style pouches and shit. <laughs> if I did well, everybody's fucking yeah, doing what? No, no, I keep, I keep, uh, <laughs> no, you know how the Watos wear those little Chewbacca oh, pouches? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, with the, with, with the skinny pants and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah no. so I, I would buy them purses and shit. You know, I, I told them, like, hey, if I'm having a good time, then everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. So I, I would buy them all purses whenever I, I, I would go up there and win, but I would always have that itch. I fucking love playing blackjack. This, I, this weekend, my wife and, um, my, um, my wife's primo's um, wife, they went up to Tennessee. So they were up there for like three or four days. I don't even know what the fuck they did. Yeah. I, I didn't ask. So they, like five of them, six of them went up to Tennessee. So he calls me up. He goes, dude, we're, you know, estamos solteros. What do you want to do? I go, I don't know. I can say, I don't know. Got to take advantage. So we went to the casino. We went to San Manuel, which is Yamaha or, como se llama? Yeah, yeah they changed it. They, they I just saw a commercial too. They had something else. Yeah, some other weird name too. Yeah, so they they, they change the name. I go oh, down yeah. there. I go. I want to play blackjack. So, four hundred bucks. Put it up. Put it on. Half an hour later. Hey George, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I don't like it here. It's expensive. <laughs> El Yamaha. El Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. Took me for a ride, man. Damn, bro. Should I at least give you a moto? Something. Twenty five dollars a hand. Twenty five dollars a hand. And oh, then. Shit. And then at one point I'm like, ah, fuck! I'm betting fifty dollars a hand. And then I had to double down, so that was a hundred dollar hand. Yeah. So, 
I did, no, I did okay, but when they go into a fucking, when they start fucking beating you, they're gonna beat you for like half an hour, man. And if you don't have enough That's saved what up, I was say twenty five dollars a hand, four hundred dollars is not gonna, not gonna no, work. No, you out. you gotta have the, a the good amount. Yeah, you gotta have a good amount to get over that lump, and then right when you start winning, take advantage of it. But I didn't have enough there to cover the fucking their winnings to bounce back to get yeah, to the bounce back yeah I did it so I was like hey man let's get the, let's get the fuck out of here that, that, that's the movie that yeah you gotta wait for that when you get your chance with and that's not gonna make it $25 a bet $400 not gonna do it with I'm with Cabron yeah, oh yeah, yeah but no I don't have any luck I, I never even like at state line I did okay but I never won like a lot like uh, I usually won yeah I, I think I played most like $10 $15 when I'm that valiente, $25 when I had a little bit more money. You got a couple of beers in you and you got a stack in front of you? Actually, like with the beers, I fucking, my, my judgment didn't really go all that in that direction. Where, like, I no. usually, like, I, like the math still fucking was lining up. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a good sense of like, it, like I don't count cards, but I'll have a good sense of like where the deck was at. You know, like I, I pay attention to the, to the face cards and all. Oh, I've seen a lot of fucking, a lot of tens, which essentially the face cards mm-hmm. are, you know? So you can kind of do like simple math and figure out, all right, this Fucking let's bet low right now Because all the fucking All those big cards are gone Or whatever you know That's kind of how I did it and, I, and even when I was drunk If it worked that way So it wasn't impairing me too bad way. Once I once I started losing too much You're out anyways way. I'd give up But I never got the itch Like you're saying way. Oh, yeah. I'd never be sitting there And be like fuck I gotta go fucking play bro No no I, I, Like I, I've never I, The commerce I think I went once And I lost money I was like yeah, I don't like it here <laughs> no, I've never been there Because I've always been scared Of knowing How close that place was To my house Oh, okay. And I didn't want to. I didn't want that option of knowing, like, fuck, this is blackjack, just like in Vegas, and it's I can not. drink here. And, and, and <laughs> it's, it's not. Well, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. You have that bed, and then you have that little side bed. I don't know if it's. Oh, uh, the, the side bed is just their commission, right? Yeah, the little commission. But like, I don't know. It didn't. I don't know. It didn't feel the same way. Like in Vegas, I don't know. It's different juju, different vibe. I don't know what it is. Wait, oh well, yeah. To me. Plus it's Vegas. Plus yeah, and then I didn't get that. I guess maybe I was more relaxed. You know, you're kind of on vacation right here, commerce. You're maybe going after work. I think I mean, Vegas, knowing there's hookers around, is, gives it a whole uh, different well, fucking idea. Well, well, I mean, I have a Vegas story for that one, way. Oh. So one time, yeah, the fucking, the homies don't listen to any of these ways. <laughs> <laughs> so I was playing blackjack. I was playing. The little homie was playing. Like, another, I told him, hey, yeah, it's a lot of way. Go to another table. Hey, you're fucking up the table, homie. So he went somewhere else. My primo was playing roulette, losing his calzones over there. But across, like, where I sat at the, the like, we're sitting here across from each other. You know, you'd be like the dealer, and behind you is the other row of tables. And then behind that, there was like a bar, right? Yeah, yeah. So as everybody started losing, they started meeting up at that bar where I could see them and they can see me type of deal. I don't know if we're that smart, but that's how it ended up. And fucking, every, so at some point, one of the homies started running around giving me updates. <laughs> I saw that they were talking to some girl, which looked pretty nice. And fucking, he started running around giving me updates. So he'd run around like the, the whole, like there's a long ass line of tables. So you had to go all the way around and run. And I could see him like doing a little jogway like around the. And he'd come and then just whisper in my ear, hey, he thinks he's picking up, but it's a prosty. And then he fucking run back. <laughs> and then he hustled back to get the rest of the cheese bread. So like four or five times he's running around. Another one way he comes around and then he whispers in my ear. He said, hey, so what do you do? She's like, I'm doing it right now. And he didn't get it. <laughs> and he went back around way. And so shit like that way. So this whole time, one of the homies was supposedly picking up. And it was a posty trying to negotiate. But he, wouldn't get, he wasn't picking I'm up. I'm doing it right down. now. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, okay, qué, qué bueno, ojalá que yeah. estés en overtime. Yeah, so he was like, oh, you work for the casino? You're your break? Like, type of shit. He, he was not getting it. Like, and just dropping hints. So this guy was like doing a little jog all the way around to give me the cheese me away. I couldn't play at some point. Where, like, I was like, I was fucking doing one of these, like trying to look around the dealer. Can you move, homie? I'm trying to see what's happening back there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we pinche Vegas is otro pedo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah está cabrón. It's not the same anymore, man. Bueno, Pepe go. I don't know. The pandemic, of course. But luego también, um, when they started allowing casinos in California to open up the way they did, I know, familiar, back back 15 years ago, 16 years ago, they didn't have as many casinos around. There was a few of them. And then they just fucking exploded where they started having the Pala and all these other ca oh, Indian, Indian casinos. Ones, yeah. yeah, all the Indian casinos. And then when those came up, State line used to be fucking awesome. State line is fucking dead now. It oh, is, shit. Yeah, state line is fucking dead. Even the ones, uh, they used to be. But it's they, not the pandemic thing you're saying. That's well, just... no, no, the pandemic also fucked it oh, up. Yeah, because yeah, before the pandemic, it was still sad. It was sad. <laughs> I, I, I have a friend of mine who uh, drives uh, one of those buses. He used to do turnarounds, state line, and back. He was I used to do fifteen, twenty, uh, fucking a year. He goes, now none. They don't fucking. We don't do that no more because it's not worth it going over. Nobody wants to gamble anymore. Oh, so shit. those three casinos that stay in line, and then, then the next one you got those older casinos that are real close to the line. That man, they tore one down. So it's I can be mucho, mucho Vegas. There's a lot of when you, when you you get a room, it's like hey, the rooms are ninety nine dollars. All right, cool. Resort fee, oh, forty bucks. Parking, forty bucks. I mean, yeah. you pay more in everything other than the fucking room, you know. So that's why they're making back the money. Then that's the only way they 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 gotta they gotta hide hide the fees from you now. You know they they gotta keep that room at ninety nine dollars. But they hide the fees from you. Well, no, not even like for for like a hundred, probably like a hundred fifty. I remember you can get a chingona, like sweet way. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking like a sweet, like a fucking almost a bedroom and they're all away, like chingon way. So, I way all those resort fees too. I mean, that's not the only place, but I think I don't remember fucking those resorts fees in that there way. No, back then they weren't around. Yeah. Back then they were not a fucking. I, I remember uh show where my kids were were younger. And uh, state line Buffalo Bills. You had the roller coaster yeah, and uh, yeah. the the the, the, log, the log jam ride. My kids like, what do you want to do? He goes, I want to go to uh, Buffalo Bills. And I cool. I got two rooms. It was ninety nine dollars for for uh, for a room, and they would give you four buffets. Oh, sure. They would give you twenty bucks for gas back the gas card because they have their, oh, they have their gas station, the four buffets and four wristbands for the kids to be playing all day. For $99. So I got a room. My wife got a room. And we took my, my daughter and some of her friends. They're like, all right, go ahead and play. Get a bunch of quarters. They fucking little mandamos. Uh, 200 bucks. I didn't bucks. know that deal, bro. Well, this is fucking when my, my daughter's 29 now. This is back when she was 14, maybe. Yeah. At the end of, I, at the end, well, I didn't have kids, but I still didn't know about that. Like, maybe that's yeah. why I didn't know about the deal. Yeah, that was fucking back, back in the days. You know, they would give you shit. Nowadays, resort fees y todo. So, I, you know, someone toca taking a trip to Vegas. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the pinche. I, I mean, I, I think I said I, I only went kind of like when someone fucking mentioned it. I never. Yeah. I don't think I, I was ever the guy. Hey, bro, let's go to fucking Vegas. You know, <laughs> that wasn't me, bro. So, so someone said, "Hey, we're going." Hey, fuck it, bro. You know what I mean? You can't be excited about going to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas. It's a four-hour ride there. You can't be excited the whole way there. That there'll be a time where you're gonna come down. Yeah, that, I mean, part of it for me was like fucking. Well, I mean, you get a drink and all, but. Get there and everybody else wants to go to those fucking clubs way, okay. fucking big ass club. And I'm not a club person way, you know. I like I like a dive bar. That dive bar is probably fucking way off the strip, you know. Like, and that doesn't make sense for me when I'm playing blackjack and I'm getting them for free, you know. Like, right? Yeah. And, and these fucking clubs too for me, too loud. I like to sit down and uh, you know, una, 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 una <laughs> Well, hey, yeah. 
Hey, you know what? The older you are, the more wiser you are. If you see old people doing it, is the reason because you know well, why they're I, doing it. You I know, w- I was 21, 22 doing it. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I was an old spirit, I guess. <laughs> old soul, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what though? I I've never liked clubs though. Never. I was always a bar guy. Since I turned 21 years old, I like going to Las Cantinas que tenían on First Street and Evergreen East LA. Oh, Those yeah, little yeah. small cantinas. The ficheras. The ficheras <laughs> and, the, and then the, the tias, the little skirt, you know, yeah, and like, yeah. tia, go home. I mean, fucking tia's waiting for you. Like, those, I, mm-hmm. I used to love places like that. But, um, it's, I don't know why. I just, I just really, really uh, enjoy those fucking places. And, I, I, I think you know we're a little older now, and I like it quiet. The clubs, no, I would rather. I don't know if you heard when I was in Cancun, I I was in a a, a piano bar, oh, the, the little bar, and the fucking dude had a piano. And he was fucking playing, like he he was playing um some Pink Floyd, I but agree. on the piano. So if you're listening to it, like it sounds good, but you pay attention. I go fuck fucking Pink Floyd, and he was playing on the piano, you know, really nice and calm. And you're chilling there just drinking a fucking beer. I'm like, fuck, man, I fucking love piano bars. They're awesome. <laughs> and, and, and if you want to call me old, I don't care. It was fun. It was nice and relaxing, you know? No, well, you can call us old now. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. care. And then when I talked to my wife, I didn't have to raise my voice or go and, and scream in her yeah. ear like you're in a fucking nightclub. That's, but that's for me, that's, yeah. I, I, I had, I think, I guess I got, no, I think it was just that old soul or whatever way. Because, I mean, it, I did go to a lot of clubs like before we're 21. We'd go to a lot of, like, the Paisa clubs, like, in HP and Southgate. Did you, did you have a sombrero? No, we just went, like, however I went way. I didn't have a sombrero. Oh, you, you, you didn't, didn't get, get into a, it? I, no, I didn't get into it. We went because they served us underage. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the compas, I mean, we're all into it. And, and I, yo también, I mean, I like corridos and all that. I mean, I like the older corridos, old man style también. But I like the music and stuff, but I didn't like the whole club vibe tampoco, which is pretty much a club, you know? Yeah. But although they served us fucking alcohol, you know? So that's where we went, and it's same thing with like other clubs. Like someone say, "Hey, for at this club, they don't need a fucking card, right?" Pues vamos, wey. Yeah. I said, yeah. "Pistos at, let's go, wey." Like the homies were all into me. I was there for the fucking pisto, you know. I was, a, I guess, I was an, an early stage borracho, wey, and then I, I outgrew it, I guess. Hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that, dude. Yeah, fuck no, wey. We're nothing fucking. Nothing wrong with that. I I started backwards, wey. I was fucking. I I used to be. We used to drink like bottles of tequila, wey, in like our like our fucking mid teens to like our probably mid twenties, wey. Now fucking a shot of tequila, I'm like fuck. Yeah. Our our stuff when uh, we started drinking was uh, Don Pedro because Don Pedro and Coke or Presidente and Coke yeah. was like really big, and yeah. we also bring bottles from from fucking Tijuana. Cheap, Frankie's oh, Frankie's family, you know, had a lot of family in Tijuana, so we go down there, we drink, <coughs> or they bring bottles up here, and we fucking drink fucking Don Pedro and Coke, and that's all we fucking. It is you know what we drank for the day, you know. Well, for us it was that. Um, one of the homies, que eran de, de Jalisco, obviamente, wey, his dad had fucking bottles and bottles and bottles of fucking cazadores, wey. Like, the, to the point that we pretty much, is, he would pretty much, cause he doesn't even know how many he has, wey. Like, his, his fucking son, you know, my friend would be like, doesn't know how many he has, he's not gonna miss two. Yeah. But the fucking dad, every once in a while, salía fucking, hey, ¿quién se tomó dos de mis pinches botellas? Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd be like, nah, yeah. and then he fucking, oh, me deben que no sé qué tanto. But he always be fucking around, like he didn't really care. Where he was just fucking busting our balls. Yeah. But like he, dude, he had bottles and bottles of cazadores. Wait. People that make trips to Mexico and back, dude, they bring two back every time they do, and they, they 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 add up. Well, this dude must have bought them like by like the pallets. Wait. Oh, yeah, like, that lot, much. A lot of cazadores. Wait. All, oh, the, all the time. Wait. It was like always stocked with cazadores. Wait. Because hey. he had a little fucking pool thing, and they have a lot of parties on the weekends. Those one. Oh, okay. There, yeah. If uh. 
Cazadores was good back in the days. Cazadores was, was squirt. A little bit of un puesto de limosito. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I want to uh, ask you? What, what's up? Your um, Chicago Shuffle. That's your, like, I would say your, your main... Main squeeze. Your main squeeze. <laughs> the, 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 the woman you go home to. Yeah, she has me. Then you have the Latino happy hour. The, like the main squeeze, you mean? Uh, Latino happy hour is your side chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you can say that. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, what, what's going on with the... Um, the Chicago Shuffle. What a where are you guys at right now? Where do you where are you guys going? What a you know? I'm pretty sure you guys after you guys record, you guys sit out and like, what's next? You know, because hey, I listen to you guys and um, um, you guys make me laugh. I mean, you guys you guys work well together because you guys are not the same. Yeah. All, all three of you guys are different. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like, and somehow you, it works. You, no? you, you, you guys are like the, the NWA dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> it has a little bit of everything. You guys have a little bit of everything, and it works when you guys are together. Because I've listened to you guys when you guys are not together. I'm like, man, where the fuck is Stefan? Where the fuck are you? <laughs> get Just, back, get back. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I like Noelia, and I like Kiko when they're there. But when, when you're there with Ramon and, and Stefan, and you guys get on that, that fucking roll and... and, and that fucking row and it just fucking works. And you know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? You you know when it works. Well, no, it's because yeah, it's, when it, it's that you, time, pues. We've known each other long enough that exactly. we know. You know when it's working yeah. and you're, and you know, when you're done, you're like, that was fucking awesome. And you know it, right? <laughs> sometimes you don't wait. Like when you're, well, I mean, as friends you do, but when you're recording, sometimes you don't wait. There's a lot of episodes where we record and we're like, I wasn't feeling that one way, but fuck it, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know what? That, sometimes those are the ones the fans you get the most messages on too, like, Oh, that was fucking good, bro. I like this. I like that. And there's shit like you don't even think about that people are paying attention to. Where... I, I I agree. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta give them those episodes so they appreciate the other ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> Los malotes. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. So you have a bad palo. So you have a good palo. They can all be good, way. Exactly. That's I agree. And and you you guys have the you know very consistent consistent. So you you don't guys sit back and say you know what what what's next? I think that we we have a product that's entertaining though I think the only problem that you guys would have would probably be watching your language if you guys went on a radio station or if, we, you, if, we, you, we. if you guys would do XM who gives a fuck but I think you guys have a, a, a good product and if you guys were to uh, do a little editing like um, ask the fellas where you guys get to that point is, ah everybody laughs and then you know the little commercial comes in and then you guys continue if you guys were to break it up that I mean you guys could have those fucking gold nuggets you know what I mean? <laughs> those gold nuggets in the middle, you know, because, you know, then you guys laugh and then you guys, you know, go to, you know, to the next segment and then, you know what I mean? There's, there's, you, don't you guys, what's well, next? Uh, well, the point is on what's yeah, next. So, you, you have something. Oh, we always have something. It doesn't always work out though. Either, either we lag it or whatever, whatever it is falls through. Like even the radio thing you're talking about, we had a chance to do like a radio thing where that, like someone, someone, no, no, that wasn't like a big radio station that I see. It was like, well, now, just above, like, public radio. Like, it's private, but it's like a tiny radio station. Do you have a frequency on the radio station? Yeah. Do we tune in? Yeah, but... Okay. And, they, and we had, like, a little... We could have gone that direction, pues. Like, we had that option. Like, someone... We knew someone that fucking knew someone that bought a little station, and they were doing their little thing, but they needed to feel like... They wanted other people to go... They make your little show on there, right? But, I mean, we talked about it, and same thing. We're like, well, we can't do what we do there... Cause like you're saying, you gotta censor yourself. Then like if you say something wrong, they're gonna be, hey, well, you can't be talking about that. So there's too much of that shit, and we're like, 
that then that doesn't work for us. Same thing like when you're saying like if we break it up kind of like those guys and I mean it's not us. Mm-hmm. That that's their that's their style and that works for them. For us, it's the same thing like that unedited. We're just having that unedited conversation. And sometimes you have to for the leaf blower. Or like, like sometimes someone mentions my kid's name and I don't like that, so I cut that out. Mm-hmm. But stuff like that is the only thing I'll cut out. But I, at least from my point of view, that's like raw and that's as authentic as you're gonna get. You know, like I, I, I agree. I, I've been recording in my garage, yeah. and my son-in-law drives in the garage door opens. He's coming in, and we're recording while they're unloading <laughs> uh, uh, groceries from the truck. Right, that, that might be a little much. Man. You, groceries like, <laughs> from the car. They're like, uh, you want an apple? I'm good, dude. We're recording right now. <laughs> That's when you put pause when the mom is waiting. No, I, w- I want everybody to see my life. Now I, I, I want to be open. But yeah, you, you got what I'm saying. Like that, that raw thing is, is part of our thing. You know, like you, you know what the conversation is. There's nothing missing. We didn't throw. I mean, every like I said, there's little things I'll cut out very rarely, but be for other reasons that not really to do with the conversation. Because like the mm. leaf floor, like you're not gonna read. Like if the garage open, like you're saying, I would pause it. And we might cut that little piece out and then continue on. But like I said, or like. Ramon says something that uh, is for a while I think he didn't want to say like his girl's name and mm-hmm. I don't like when they throw like it's happened rarely but like Ramon throw my kid's name or something and mm-hmm. I don't like that so I cut that out like I'll talk about my kids but I won't throw the names and shit out stuff like that but I like that that rawness because I feel it's more yeah. authentic I, I, I more agree honest. with you I, I, so I, 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 I don't feel even like the when we've talked about ads like do we want ads okay they might work in the in the front in the back but like would we want those ones like in the middle and like same thing I feel like well that that kind of fucks up the flow. Like, do you have to wait for this conversation to be over? Like we we're talking about before, that maybe it's maybe two hours is kind of long, you know, and people have to watch it, listen to it in segments. But like, what if you're in the middle of a conversation and you push that towards the end, where someone may or may not hear that ad? Is that fair to who's paying you, you know? Mm-hmm. Or do we have to stop that conversation at this point because this is the optimal point, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, at least from my point of view, I don't like I, I like that rawness. But like moving forward, we've been trying to. Even I think it was in 2020, we finally wanted to do like a live show in, in El Paso. Mm-hmm. And then obviously 2020 fucking went to shit. Oh, yeah. So right now we're finally making moves to to hopefully do more live events like we did at, at, our, at our little studio. But we want to start kind of like, not local, but like driving distance. Yeah. So we want to start driving distance and then like slowly expand and maybe hopefully make it back to like how we want, we're planning like in El Paso. So... I guess the future is we kind of want to do like little live events. I don't know how often, but we would like to do live events in some form. I don't know if it's just going to be like us recording the podcast. I don't know if that's what people want. Just watch us record a podcast. Or kind of like we did there with comedians or with bands. Kind of make it a, not a festival, but like a little event type mm-hmm. of thing. So that, that's kind of what we're looking at. But it's right. all in the process way. We'll see if it all works out. Let, let, let me ask you this. Um Have you, um, let's say on, on YouTube, because I know there's a, there's a, like podcasts out there that, that you're affiliated with that you can reach out to and like say uh, have like a YouTube channel that has um, you know when you go to YouTube you yeah. type Vicente like Vicente is the greatest hits and it's just a bunch of his songs have you thought of doing like a, a YouTube channel say um, podcasters that fuck for East LA or from Southsiders or whatever a little network a little network and then you know reach out to us reach out to different podcasts hey 
Can I have the rights to your shit? Yeah, fucking take it. It's worth nothing now. <laughs> Giving it to you will fucking give it value eventually. You know? So, you know, have people give you, you, you put up a big-ass library, and people go to fucking YouTube, and they go up oh, those podcasts. They click on that, and they just fucking hear one podcast shuffle after another, after another. You know, it's like a never-ending thing. Yeah. Have you thought about that? We, like, it, it came up, like, towards the beginning, but, like, I told these guys, I don't remember who asked, but, like, when YouTube was young, like we're, like, we're talking about YouTube, like, when YouTube was young, there was a lot of that, boys. There was, people were making little networks, like, we'll pull our resources for, for advertising, and then it kind of ended up, like, from what I understand, it kind of ended up, like, a, kind of like record deals, boys, where, like, slowly... The, the person in charge, the little entity in charge, the little company maybe it's set up, would slowly be like, well, yeah, wait, we got we to gotta take a little bit more from your chunk because we got to do this. So the entity always fucking ended up benefiting more than the person. And people started realizing, wait, it doesn't take much to put my videos on YouTube. Like, what do I need this guy for? Instead of fucking handing 50 bucks over every month to him, I could just put that myself into advertising. You know, like, so people figured out you don't really need that. So in a way, it doesn't, it doesn't work. But I mean, they, even like it seemed bring it down like just to podcast. There was a lot of like little podcast networks thing. There's still some, mm-hmm. but of pinchy. I mean, people got smart and said, "Well, Dick, why do I need them? If I watch a few YouTube videos, I'll figure out how to market myself too." You know, like mm-hmm. and and I can get more money, more bang for the buck because this guy's already. If I give him fifty bucks, but he's keeping ten. Okay. He's keeping twenty. Uh, excuse me. You're giving who fifty bucks? So like, like you're saying, like if you have a network, someone's gonna wanna. Some, oh. There's gonna be like a, a main company, a main person. Okay, let's hold this one. Fernando, uh, yeah. here's uh, two hundred episodes of ours. Go ahead and use them. Put them on YouTube. You get a deal with. You get to fucking have a YouTube yeah, channel, right? Yeah. So there's you, Ponle, and there's another one. Another one. There's yeah. five. So I mean, someone's gonna complain about it. No, what someone? The 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 point is like like all this is mostly like free stuff, and then you can put. Like on YouTube, it doesn't cost you anything to put it on YouTube. Yes, yes. You record it, you put it on YouTube. Same thing on Anchor, it doesn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. You get it, you put it on there. No te cuesta nada. But now you're giving it to someone else. So that person, for the most part, is not going to be like, well, I'm going to do all this, all this work for everybody for free. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to have to take a cut. And you go, well, yeah, that's obvio. Mm-hmm. And then, so as, since we're a network, I need you to pay ponle your, like, your dues so we can market and advertise for everybody. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is is pretty much, I guess, greed way. So eventually it's like, well, I need a little bit more for my part. And the, the, the company or whatever always ends up benefiting more. The person on the other end ends up realizing, I can all do this all myself and get more bang for the buck because this guy's not going to be taking... If I only say, if I give him $50 and he's taking 10 those could be $10 I could be advertising for myself. On top of that, those 40 que le doy, whatever, for advertising, those 40 are being spread amongst everybody. I can use the full 50 for myself alone mm-hmm. and just upload myself. And then this, so you cut out, like they say, you cut out the middleman. That's what happened. And a lot of people just figured out I, I can do it for myself. Yeah, Frankie and I are too lazy for that. <laughs> and then we got, we got income we can fucking spend now. So if you yeah. want to do that, dog, yeah, we'll, we'll hey. give you the $50. You just fucking do it. Because you know what? Uh, I, I always thought about that. Is, you know, because there's a lot of guys out there. Yeah. Hey, well, fucking take it and create a fucking channel. But don't you get paid from YouTube? Per listen, it takes a so like so you you don't immediately like just put it up there and get paid like you, you got hey, you got her certain volume yeah, right like after a million or something. No, it, well, it's not even that high. Like, but even like we started just now being a little bit more consistent putting them there, and we haven't got there. I think it's uh, I think it's like two thousand revolving uh, 
hours, like watch hours, like mm -hmm. people, how many hours people, it's like 2,000 revolving and you have to have at least 1,000 subscribers, which isn't much, but then like, uh, like you don't Im immediately, you might be making a couple cents for a while, you know, you're not, you're not getting the views. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can make some money, but like I said, so at that point you have to figure out, okay, so how much does this guy get? How much do I get? And then a lot of times, what like I said, what ends up happening is like the record companies, the guy in control, then sabe a little bit more, knows how to manipulate, so he gets a bigger chunk of it, pues, you know? It's just that, you know, greed, well, well, greed is a fucked up... I, oh, I, I agree. Greed, greed is fucked up, but I think that, that that person should get more because right out the talent's undiscovered. Usually he does most of the work, and the talent is just doing it for fun. You know, but I mean, if for the other side of the coin is, is uh, if people discover you because of that talent, it's not your talent they discover. You just, you're just the fucking the, the the guy putting it up. No, if like, if they discover you because because of that exposure, I mean, like if you if you they, blow up, like if no father policy, like the thing we're talking about, like if if there's a little uh, like network or a little association, or whatever, and no father blew up way, and like it blew up you because all people love you guys, so yeah, I should get a cut of it, but my cut should not like exceed like your cut because you're the ones actually bringing driving the, the revenue no well I, I i well i think that if uh we blow up then we're not associated with you no more we're gonna, <laughs> but dude, that's a pedal. We, yeah we're not associated with you more you know off all all, all, all new episodes are going to be be uh, <laughs> on a paper uh, listen basis but the, and then and then everything else yeah go ahead and keep it you did your part you helped us you helped us grow by starting this channel and, and exposing a lot more people you know what I mean because they say hey, hey, the, the, no, so no fathers like, on this channel and they go there and they discover they discover the chulos and puros they go hey these guys are mm -hmm. cool too you know what I mean you'll be able to you're casting a wider net you know but, what happens and then, is, but at the moment we're not making any money no one's making anything but, but, then that but guy, you give them somewhere to go and just listen to continuous shit. Yeah, but it, like that's what I'm saying. That that's part of the, that's the other side of the issue. Yeah. So that guy then will will never blow up like you guys because he doesn't have that talent. So like if you blow up and you're like, well, I don't need you anymore. I blew up. Listen to us over here, or or we're gonna have our own thing over here. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you're saying, okay, so now the the dude blows up, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, well, how'd you do? I did like this. Okay, so he leaves. So if any time anybody blew up. I'm still like say I'm I'm the dude uploading I'm the doing dude everything, I'm never moving from here right like I'm stuck mm -hmm. at getting the measly ten dollars from everybody I'm never gonna blow up because every time anybody blows up they leave, and there goes my cash cow, then so it's like the record company same thing they hedge their bets and that's why they lock people into those like mean contracts like, right where I contracts. gotta I gotta deal with you. Even though because I blew up, and then five years later, I get out of the contract. Yeah, because when I, you get your money back, it were even more that. than then sometimes in my money back. But I'm saying, like in your scenario, I would never, I'd always be at that level, pues. I would never. Anytime any blew up, they just go to hey, como le sistes? Oh, well, this is what we did. Now we upload. Okay, well, I'm gonna do the same thing. Gracias, way. And so anytime any blew up, anyone who blew up, then they're fucking gone. So I'm always, I, I never gonna, I'm never gonna grow. I'm never gonna let make more money. There's no. What's the incentive for me? So, what's the future for for Hispanic podcasting? What, what's the future? What? How do you take it to the next level? You know, you see Joe Rogan got big, and you know, yeah, the, yeah, you yeah. know, more power to him. But he already had fame when he started. You know, have you seen a podcast that started from a garage, worked their way up, and start monetizing their episodes? I'm sure there is. Way, I mean, I don't listen to as many podcasts as you would think. But there's a few that like they make money. Way there's a, I guess, 
I guess as old dudes would call it more like woke podcast. There's some that are like kind of like on bigger networks that do exist, like the the Gimlet and stuff like that. That are bigger networks that do a lot of like that crime ones or more investigative ones or like the stuff like that way. But there's also like ones that have like the, the Latinos one. Spotify is invested in in like acquiring other like I, I forgot what's the name of it, but they have like a Latino one. I think they're like Puerto Ricans. The, I think the Gimlet, those like all, they all have like they're trying to get be a little bit equal about it supposedly, right? So they'll have and those of course make money from ads because they the bigger company you know pulls in the Nikes and shit like that way. Mm-hmm. So it exists, but I mean, like I don't know, like uh, where we, you, we where you, where you guys are at right now? Are you guys stale, just doing the same thing over again? And are, and because right now it seems like. And and for us, we do it for fun. We enjoy doing yeah. it, you know. But there's got to be. What's the next step? Who who who's gonna find the next step for us? And how how do how do we get there? Where do we go prove ourselves? How do we expose ourselves? You know, what do we got to do? Well, like our our thing, our like if you look at our metrics, they've always been climbing. Mm-hmm. Like you look at it, and it's a pretty. I don't know if it's forty five degree pues angle, but it it, it there's it's it's always been growing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes le ponemos más ganas. Sometimes we know, like for a while, we did like every few months, we're out doing like art shows. And yeah. in the middle of the art show, there's us doing a podcast or on the fucking sidewalk, one of the little art yeah. walks, there's us doing a sidewalk, like fucking podcast. So we were just putting ourselves out there like that, like social media, we suck at. But I mean, you get to a point like, like it's not like we make money. We're even like on our events, we try to do so much. And like, oh, we'll give this away. And oh, well, what if we do this kind of giveaway? We end up in the red. We're like, we end up losing it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Every, every event we've done, we've lost money. It's not like ridiculous money, but And then we have like the patrons that, that we use that money that mean like for, to pay our, our little bills. And then like we do events, like the giveaways. At the end of the day, we still end up putting it out of pocket. Like, you know, those blankets at the other show that we gave that. Like to make a one-off, pues, it's, it's pricey as fuck. You gotta order like a hundred of them, pues, oh, to shit. start getting like good prices. But we're making like one, you know, so it's fucking sale cariñoso. <laughs> so, I mean, usually I guess the steps, at least to where we are, is like we build enough audience so we can get a couple little patrons. So, at least every month, we don't have that pressure of, hey, bro, do we still want to be paying for the for the space to record? Do we still mm-hmm. want to be paying this? Hey, bro, maybe we should get some new equipment, but do we want to spend that money? So now, like, if it makes sense, we have a little buffer where we can, we have a little income, no? Like, it's not so much income because we, like I said, we usually pay it out of pocket some, but we don't have that pressure. So we can go back to just recording, like you said, like, just for the for the love and hell of it, you know? Like, where you get that message every once in a while where the listener, something resonated with them, you get that really positive message, you're like, all right. All right, this is a good reason to keep going. Right. And and every time I have, like, doubts about keep going, we get something like that. That's just, like, fucking, it's one of those little weird life sprinkles, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, the, I guess you get to that point. I think we're trying to, like, that's what we're trying to do, those little life things. I mean, maybe not just to make a little bit more money, but make, it like, a little more impact because we want to do more charity stuff, too. Like, uh, like, do those events and, like, in those different cities, pull in. One or two charities, pues, where the money of the shirts goes to them, or mm-hmm. or half the ticket, like if there's tickets, half the tickets go to them. But that money goes back to local, like to a youth center or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. So we would like to do something like that. So it's not even just about making income, but 
if you're just trying to make income, then yeah, well, you can make income like off the events, off t-shirts. If we push the t-shirts, chingon, pues, we, there might be money there. I mean, well, we, I guess since, I get that, that, like, them two have good jobs, when I'm fucking always up and down. My thing, my finances are, like, fucking, I'm always negative, I'm always positive, but, like, somewhere in between, it's always fucking cabron. Those guys have a job, so none of us, and just because I'm retarded that way, we're never worried about, like, the finances of making money, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps, that we're not worried about that. But, I mean, like I said, like, the patrons, it's, it's chingon that people are, like, I guess, the, I don't know what, they're the, it, it's crazy to me that someone gives us money, you know, the sacabron to begin with. But that alleviates us, again, like I was saying, like, that pressure of having, do we want to keep paying this? Do we want to keep doing this? That pressure's gone, because they... They take care of it, and I thank them in chingo way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can I can show up and like you're saying and still have fun, and not worry about fucking if we're gonna pay the bills or or who's gonna pay it this fucking month. Or, Barrio looking at you like yo me renta. Yeah, or send me fucking or these guys. Hey bro, you gonna send me the money for this month? What the fuck? Let's do tomorrow. Yeah, you know, like all that's gone because because for the most part, for the most part, it, it comes from the the patrons now. So that's chingo, you know. Beyond that, I mean, we're just taking it. Like a step at a time way, it's hard to give. I don't even know where like the, the only advice I always give people is to be consistent. Where like you gotta almost have people they they you have like the listeners they kind of count on you. Like you know, I'm sure you know. Like people have their schedules. Monday they'll tell you Monday I listen to this. Tuesday I listen to this. Wednesday I listen to this. And if you miss a day, like if you don't upload, then they're like, well, they don't say this, but it's almost like the chingastas where you missed your day because tomorrow I gotta listen to this and then. I'll see if I can catch up with you on Friday. Yeah, you know how I know that? <laughs> because when uh, um, some of the other uh, Latino podcasts is, uh, don't release an episode, my numbers go up. Because <laughs> they can catch up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, they're not here. Let's go, fucking, let's, let's go to the next one in line. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Okay, what, what happened? And I go in and I, hey, we're not recording this week. You guys didn't record uh, last week, right? The, the Latino Chicano shuffle we did the Latina we have in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, fuck, numbers are doing good, man. Fucking, hey. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know, like, how to, but like to explain to someone like the, the well, like the Latino, like we step up the Latino game because there's, there's a whole sect where we're almost like divided too. Like anything, you have like the what else old guys would call like the woke ones, and you like to think they're doing better, but like no one can see each other's numbers, but uh, they seem to get a lot of like views or whatever. And those don't always equate. And then there's like typical anything. There's a little drama on, on every side, you know. So I, you can't even say like, oh, let's all come together like you're saying. Because that may may not work, you know. I I don't know. Way. Like I think everybody, what podcast does do is kind of give you a voice. Way. Like you put it out there. Mm-hmm. And if people like it, they're going to listen to it. If they don't, they don't. And in either condition, you might be happy, you know. You might not have a lot of listeners, but maybe it's an outlet for you to vent. That, that that's a good point. My wife, you know, you always hear me refer to my wife. Yeah. She's like, "Does it make you happy?" I go, "Yeah, it's it's fun to be able to express like an artistic side of you." And she goes, "Plus, when when you're dead, I'm like, fuck, what time is dead? Wow, because you know wow. everybody's gonna die." He goes, "Your your kids, your grandkids are gonna be able to hear your stories because you know you've told a lot of fucking stories growing up." And, you know, maybe when they want to hear about you, they can listen to the podcast and be like, fuck, grandpa was a fucking nut, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I got that. I got that from you. I bring it up a lot, too, because uh, when people ask me, like, kind of like, well, like, what do you keep doing a type of deal or is it fun, like you're saying? 
I got that from you when we did it. Uh, we did me and Ramon did it at the park when you guys were still doing it at the park. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we did that one, you guys. I, don't, I guess it must have been you. I don't. I, I. I never know who to attribute to. One. One of you two said that that yeah that that you know it's a kind of like a an archive where your old stories and mm-hmm. if you, something happens to you or even like you're saying like your grandkids, there's something there for them to get to know you even if you're not around. And that stuck around with me. And anybody asked me, that's still part of my reasoning. Like my kids, if you know, fucking, I'm not religious, but God forbid, on the way home, you know, or something, something happens. There's a little archive there that maybe they're not ready for now, like because I talk a lot of shit and stuff, right? Oh, but, yeah. but like that, there's a little archive there that they can kind of get to know their dad. Yep. Even if that's all they have, you know, that's that's more than a lot of people get. Yeah, yeah. You go go to the cemetery, and I stop my tombstone, and they. You hit, you, you hit the button and now you're like, hey, this is a Frankie Schnook with another <laughs> My headstone has Bluetooth, bro. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like that that sentiment when I stuck with me, when I use it all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and when, when I told her, she goes, hey, that's, that's, a good, that's a good story. She goes, she goes that story you, you told the other day, she goes, that was very funny. Like, she goes, when, you, when your grandkids get older, I think they're going to appreciate <laughs> that. that one. And I'm like, all right, that's good, that's good, man. <laughs> Bookmark it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, um, that's the shuffle. What's going on with the Latino happy hour? Uh, well, that one's a bunch of dudes, so <laughs> I'm just like a fucking a piece of it. So, I, I mean, when they can, when I can, when you know, everybody gets together, I guess. Like the last two weeks, everybody, there's different people fucking had different things, you know? Yeah. So we'll talk about it fucking soon, I guess, in the next one. But the, I mean, is it? It's the side piece, bro. <laughs> I don't know what to piece. say about it. Yeah, right. How much can I say? Porque Chicano Shuffle might hear, eh? <laughs> oh, right, right. I, I mean, it, it's fun way because it's different. Especially, I like, like, like even when, when we started and Esteban was asking, you know, Esteban sometimes asks some good questions like that you don't even think about. And then he was like, hey, bro, so like, like, what are you liking about it? Like, is, what do And my, my thing was like, even like talking to the twins, like I think kind of we're, Talking before too, like they have another point of view because they're from, from like another area, you know. They're different, not different Chicanos, but they have different experiences growing up. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it might be a age or it might be a combination of age and like region. But like when you talk about things, pues, it's another perspective for me, and I like, even if it's an argument, where I don't, I like talking to people even on the podcast. Sometimes now I'm kind of used to it, but I still get nervioso. But I like having even those arguments. As long as there's not there's not gonna be chingazos at the end. Hey, so check it out. Um, so I was talking to somebody and then um, they said the day you stop arguing with your wife is the day you know your relationship is over because you don't put the effort in to even argue with her. You know, to try yeah, to pull yeah, a yeah. point. You're like, I don't give a fuck, right? You know that being it. Yeah. When it comes to the the, the, the podcast, uh, the the same thing. You don't want to like. I think I think um, Stefan was talking about this. You know. You wanna, or you, or you two were talking about the last, yeah. one of the last podcasts, one of the last podcasts. You wanna have interaction. You wanna have someone with a strong opinion because, of the, because if not, you you don't gain anything from having a bunch of Fernandos there or a bunch of uh, yeah, for, exactly. Chamber, yeah. You gotta have a little bit of you know a little little bit of flavor from all three fucking areas, you know. So yeah, when I listen sure. to, to to different podcasts, I might not agree with you. But I respect your opinion, you know. I respect yeah. your opinion, and that's what you you gotta have. And I think you you get that with the, the Latino the Latino podcast because yeah, the Minnesota boys it's it's a whole like when I hear about them growing up, they uh, they talk a lot about having um, they grew up with blacks and there was there was a big conflict with blacks. 
I can relate to that because we grew up in East LA and there was no blacks, right? Yeah. But still, that's that's their conflict. I, I can't, you know, I can't say oh, that's oh, that don't make sense <laughs> to me. No, that that that's probably worse than what we went through, right? Well, you know, I mean, it's a whole race thing. That, that angle so, I have with Ramon because Ramon grew up uh, in South Central, place, mm-hmm. and even my girl too. So, but I'm just, like like there's it's like anything else way. Like they have they have a whole other perspective on yeah. things. That I might never think of, and I, I like that. So, like I said, I, I agree. Yeah, it's I good. I don't mind arguing with someone as long as we both know there, there's no putazos needed. You know, like like I think on the last one, I think was what, we're, what I was saying was too that that nowadays everything has to be like when you not everybody. I mean, we shouldn't generalize that by, but arguments now seem like they're they're. I make a statement, you make a statement. I make a statement, you make a statement, and at no point are we like talking. We're just telling each other things. You know. Mm-hmm. And well, that doesn't work, you know. Yeah. Like I, I gotta listen to you. Even like if I don't agree with you, that that's okay. Way if you don't agree with me, and if you're trying to change my mind, I guess whatever. And if I'm trying to do whatever, but as long as we're communicating and we're actually listening, as long as there's some back and forth. Yeah, it's you, not just statement, 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 statement. I, I um, what uh, Stefan was saying is uh, I'm a big believer in is what I'm. Like, let's say we're having a discussion right yeah. and we're talking and I'm saying something and I can already see in your face you're waiting to reply and I'm like no 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 hold on please absorb what I'm telling you please you know what I mean you're waiting to reply you're like hey, you're not even listening to me right now you're not even listening you're you're, you're, tuned, you're tuned out from what I'm saying yeah. and all you're waiting for is to fucking you know get back out you know to the reply yeah. I go we're not gonna you're never gonna learn anything from what I'm saying and I'm never gonna learn anything from what you're saying we're gonna be exactly the same people when we walk out of here you know yeah. it may be just even more, more upset at each other I go Listen, listen to what I'm saying, and you know you don't have to change your ways. Just but please listen, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's a big point. People don't listen. People are so set in their ways that they're just waiting for the time up at bat. Let me bat. I mm-hmm. want to fucking reply to this guy. I want to reply to this guy instead of listening to me and saying, "Let me absorb this shit," and 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 it might make me think different, or not. Maybe not even think different. It might maybe see a different point of view. You know, because everybody's different. No, yeah. Well, could that, even like that way, like I don't mind. Like what you're saying, like when it always happens when you're arguing, without a doubt you're gonna have that that dude staring back at you waiting. Like you just said something that triggered, and he's ready to reply, and yeah. he checked out everything else. To me, even that is okay as long as that's not the whole conversation. Like I feel like a lot of people now, that's the whole conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna make a statement. Okay, you you finish your statement because I'm gonna make my statement now. And there's like it's just a replying t- to to myself, I guess you know, because you're not you're not really talking. So if there's like one or two of those in the conversation, that that's not more arguing. But if that's the whole conversation where you're just waiting to reply, like it, a, a sentence in, then that, yeah, it doesn't work. It's, there's no, you don't have to change my mind. I'm a stubborn motherfucker. Way if you change my mind, that's cabron. But I don't mind having those conversations, and I don't walk away hurt way because hey, I'm okay. You know what though, um, um, saying that you know you're 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 very stubborn. That's you think that's good or bad. For me, it's good. <laughs> it works out for me, bro. Because yeah, you know what, though, but, but, both, but, but like, like the I think, I, I if think we're both, if, if I admit you're right, then we're both wrong. Well, <laughs> 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 you know hey, you know what, though, but that's saying I'm the smartest guy in the room all the time. Um, maybe I'm not. I mean, like, like if, yeah, if we're talking it's, truthfully, it's, it doesn't. It's, it is. It's a flop, Wes, for sure. Like I'm saying. Okay. I'm See, that, that, so that that's kind of yeah, what I was I'm getting stubborn, at. But but I know. I know, like when I'm talking about something, not always, but not in every instance. But I 
I when like I dive into something, I dive the fuck into it. Like, bro, like I, I go deep, bro. Like I go deep. So sometimes, yeah, wait. Sometimes you do feel I don't want to say smarter, but sometimes like people are throwing things back at you that you know, kind of either aren't true or like they're talking about something completely different, like than what you brought up. Like what people always do, like like they they can't win their point, so they they try to shift the point, you know. So shit like that. So I mean. If you're right, I'll, I'll, if, if you're right, and or, if, or like you say something that that I go shit, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe I don't remember if I read about that or there's a gap somewhere. Then I'll yeah, I'll give you props. I go I don't know way like you mm. might be right. But like if I know I read something or I've seen a study where where maybe it's not a hundred percent. But I I know maybe I'm like 90% closer than you. Like, <laughs> the look on your face. It's definitely a character flaw. I'm not saying I'm, I mean, no one's perfect, you know? But maybe that's why I like to argue too. Right? Like I, maybe I want someone to, 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 to correct me, you know? Yeah, you got to have that pushback or else what's but, the point, right? Yeah, but like I said, like, tampoco no me aguito, right? Like, we have that argument as long as no one fucking starts throwing out personal shit. No, like we thought, like if you get, you know, we all know that person that get fucking. You can't start arguing before they start losing and they start throwing personal shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, hey, what the fuck? Hey, the fuck the Dodgers while we're at it. Yeah. Like, hey, calmate, calmate. What the fuck, bro? We're talking about fucking terrestrials. <laughs> yeah, so no, I don't mind having a conversation, and I don't. No, my we way, I can like just walk away. I'll forget about it in a fucking thirty minutes or something. You know. Oh, I don't know. So I, I'm stubborn, but I'm not gonna hold anything against you. Eh? All right. All right. Hey, um. Last uh, last question. Uh, what's going on with the Istasa coffee, man? Where, where, where do you guys uh, stand? What's and, uh, hold on? Uh, okay, 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 let, let's say I was uh, the majority uh, stockholder of the company, and I came to you. Hey, uh, give me an update on the fucking stock. What would you that, fucking tell that, me? That's why I don't have Ooh, investors s- like that. Sell, <laughs> sell, sell, bro. That's why I don't have investors like that. Now, like this year. Like we've been lagging a lot way, and I think I think we started off with a little rhythm, and I got broken by some unexpected thing, and then we haven't like got the ball rolling again. Like right now, we're we're kind of we just now started like kind of picking up the pieces to to get the, the like the plans we had in in like in mind to get going again. If you're an investor, bro, you'd probably fucking be pissed already. Right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have sold already. Yeah, but it's because. I mean, we're a small, like a little, we're a small little tiny like company. Way so, well, gets, how many dudes are four or five? It's just uh, the four of us. Four. So it is uh, you, Ramon, Me, Ramon, Dave, and uh, Dave Sergio. And Sergio, but like everybody has their different schedules, and then like so you want everybody on board with with things. You don't want to just do things on your own, right? Hey, but, let me let me ask you real quick. Um, when um, uh, what's the dude that, that drew Spider Man and those fucking guys? Stanley. Stanley, and he drew he drew Spider Man while he worked for Marvel. Marvel, so he didn't really get paid all the money he should have, right? For for a long time, yeah, he didn't get. I mean, that, he was uh, he eventually moved up like to editor and like all those in positions in between. Mm-hmm. So he got some money, but like for but not the, the money he should have got, right? The and but uh, I mean, part of the story too. That's like I guess it's all debatable way because mm-hmm. no one I guess no one really knows the whole story, but there's other people like the, the his writers and another guy it says I created this with them or this guy it says he kind of took his ideas yeah. because at, like I said at some point like he moved up and then he was running there was a there was another one that was called before Marvel that that he was kind of running to 
So there's a lot of things where people, other people didn't get paid out. So maybe he didn't get paid out everything he was maybe due, but he was, they weren't paying out other people that were like really due. So it kind of, some people say, yeah, bro, he didn't get paid out what he did. At I, the same time, other people I, say, I, well, I, had, I, I, had a, I had a whole joke, dog, before, oh. before you had the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, we're going to say my fucking joke, man. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, did, uh, when did you guys, uh, when did um, Sergio talk to you about this idea? So, originally with Sergio, Wade, you know, that, that dude's in, in beer. Mm-hmm. So, I had, I had asked him, Wade, hey. Uh, what was this? It was a one after one of the bike rides, I think. So during a mayo, an official a, a mayonesa mayonnaise bike ride. So so what I'm getting at, you know what I'm getting at too, right? Shit, yeah, I know yeah. That. So so should we make that five investors or still four? I give nothing, bro. We stepped away from the mayonesa. <laughs> you, you, you you weren't on your bikes. Were no, you on your bikes or were you on bike, your bike? I had put my bike away. I had put my michelada <laughs> down. <laughs> I have put my cup of ceviche on the on the side too. Right? So you have you had no contact with any. Uh... I said, let's step over here, <laughs> ten feet away. <laughs> so it's legit. All right, all right. Okay. No, yeah, because I came up. The, I first I, I was thinking like of a beer way. Like I want to do some beer. But it's like, oh yeah, yeah, he fucking he knows a couple of contacts with for beer. He goes, yeah, but you gotta do by the pallet way. Like you gotta buy a pallet. At times like, oh shit, that's gonna be fucking pricey as fuck. This. Like to just to kick off with, yeah. And can you move a pallet worth of beer before it starts tasting weird, you know? So I was like, all right. So fucking, I don't know how I got to coffee. Or I think he posted something about something uh, coffee, and I was like, hey, bro. Like, like, what would it take to get into coffee? Like, we all drink coffee. So I would like. I mean, I've always wanted to get into that little world of coffee, but I don't know where to fucking start. And then. We talked a little bit, and then one another one of those mayonesas things. We talked a little bit more. Say that again, real quick, for the record. And the lay, hey, dude. Off, dude, off, dude. If you guys, if you guys, mayonesa. if you guys hit it big, I'm gonna sue the shit out of you guys. I'll be there, and and it hurt my shoulder when they're. We're, we're gonna have to fucking uh, incorporate like in Panama or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah. I mean, it's it's been fun. I've learned a lot about coffee. I like the the whole. Mostly, I think it started too because I think what it, what what came up a lot was like the farms mm-hmm. like the farms don't get like the like the, the actual fucking paisas and like the people actually farming don't get what they're doing you know like they, they don't get paid for their their work and that's the same part of the reason you get a lot of migrations that that people go well dick i'm not making money on this farm i'm just gonna abandon this shit me voy al norte you know yeah, yeah so a lot of that happens or they fucking a narco or someone comes up comes to them and they just grow mota instead yeah because the coffee like it takes a while, kind of like we're talking about the agave. It takes a while to get going, for everything to mature, and then you you do it once a year. If you're like in South America, sometimes they get like two times a year, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end of the day, you don't get as much as you put in. You know, hey, w- w- is there a point like let's say from where I pay four seventy five for a cup of coffee at Starbucks, and I buy a ton of coffee somewhere down in South America somewhere? Is there a point to where somebody is making a killing? From one hand to another, because you know, there's probably they, a lot of people making a killing way. Well, no, on the way up, there's got to be at least. I'm thinking there's well, one. It's probably Starbucks, wait, Starbucks. Well, well, so Starbucks, yeah, but then where where are they getting it from? You know, and then there's that transition where you go from South America to North America. Starbucks is kind of like like what is you're talking about like coffee wise, like like Walmart was, you know, uh-huh. like they're gonna squeeze everybody below them way, like they gotta get every penny and the best deal. Or if you don't want to do it, there's another guy over here that's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do it for whatever. A dollar or whatever, this guy will do a fucking ninety cents. So like on coffee now, 
Starbucks, I think, has a whole little pledge for, to, I think, to do, like, the fair trade. Yeah. But the fair trade, even, like, when you talk to people and the actual, like, the few farmers that we've talked to, pues, it's kind of bullshit. Like, it's almost, like, set. Like, you can almost say, like, Starbucks kind of sets it by saying, yeah, we think it's fair they get this. And then that organization, I don't know how the politics works, but, like, any those fucking, like, we've talked about unions, too. There's a lot of politica, no? Yeah, yeah. So... From like the farmer's point of view, like the ones we talk to, the fair trade like standard is 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 not good enough, boys. Like it, it's better than what you would get regardless, like mm-hmm. without it. But it's not there yet. It's like fucking ponle eighty percent of what they should get. You know, mm-hmm. they're still not winning in the end. So like like what we do too is we we try to make sure that, I guess we pay a little bit more for for like the beans, so that in our sense we gotta we gotta clean conscious knowing that at least we're we're trying to pay the the farmers. For them to make ends meet, like they, they can make a little profit, boys. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not making the ends meet, or look just below. Like they can make a little bit, a little bit more way. Like get avanzar un poquito, you know. Let me ask you this: uh, Do you do it directly with the farmers? We right now we only have because of same thing. Like go back to because of our scale and because you got to find all these contacts. We have one right now that we do directly. Like the guy that that that, that um, imported it's his family has the farm, so he goes a few times a year. Like. Like the like when they're when they're stand sembrando, mm-hmm. and then when they're picking, when they're packaging everything up, he goes and just to fucking check out everything out and see what how much they're gonna have stuff like that, right? Yeah. So we have that guy. The other like importers we deal with, we make sure that like uh, ethically, pues, like we know they're they're not cheaping out, pues, like they're they're talking to the farmers, but they're not just fucking getting the lowest price possible, you know? We, I mean, the. the we don't know the exact like the details, pues. Like we don't go with them, stand next to them, and the farmer. Yeah. We're not that level yet, but like we we try to talk to them and 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 understand, pues, that the, that they're not they're not offering the lowest possible price, pues, for like the farmers being. They're trying to be like they want to be come back to that farmer next year. Mm-hmm. So if that farmer fucking abandoned the farm and said went pal norte, they have to look for another one. So like the, we just try to look for that person, pues, that has. Those morals, pues, that, that aren't trying to fuck that person over on the other end. So mm. as, as much as you can, like, if you go to farm direct, pues, then you know exactly the details what you're what you're getting. You know? yeah, yeah. This other one, where you're you're, you're hoping from talking to the, that middleman that that they're doing what they're saying they're doing, but that doesn't exactly mean that's what's happening. But yeah. We try, you know. You hope. As, as we get bigger, the idea, pues, is to to go as direct as, as we can, so that we know the exact like the figure, like what exactly. Like yeah, the the middleman might tell you, oh yeah, we're paying this to the farmer, but like, are they really like? Is, is it hard to gauge that because you know what what people get paid here, and then when you go to fucking Mexico on a rancho, it is fucking totally different. So how do you translate that back to what's fair to them? You know, because what's fair over here, you pay twenty two dollars an hour for so, a person to do this. But then you're gonna give this guy a different price. How does that translate to that? What do you, you do the, you the can, math and do pesos to dollars? You and, can look up. There's a what's that other dude? If I can remember, there's one coffee company too that that's pretty transparent. Way they they put out like the spreadsheets of what mm-hmm. they pay for everything. But like just if you just do the math, was like if you do like the Starbucks math, I'm trying to remember what like the fair trade price is. Way that like fair trade. Let, let's say I, I can't remember exactly what it is. Way so. Don't, but look, just for example's sake, say they pay, they're saying they pay $3 for a pound of, the, of their beans, right? Which mm-hmm. sounds like a lot for them to pay. So I think I'm way off, but let's just say it's $3. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta figure those three dollars don't go to the farmer because you still have to ship it here so you got the the, the shipper to pay mm -hmm. you got the the middleman has to land here to a warehouse somewhere has to land to a warehouse on the other end plus you have the little mill probably that the, the fucking that the farmers take it to so there's a lot of steps before you get to what the farmer gets yeah, yeah. so of those three dollars only I would say it's a lot if if you said the farmer gets a dollar for the pound only it's gonna be way I don't know how way less I can't remember what it was way but there'd be that's fucking sounds exaggerated plus if they get a dollar but no 70 cents or something of those three dollars so and then Starbucks charges you fucking four or five dollars for that cup so that's what I'm saying they're making a killing while they squeeze everybody else while those same beans plus on our end if we were like you can't get those same beans because Starbucks locks up all their little farms like mm -hmm. they say you want to deal with us? These are our beans. Like this whole fucking daqui that from this tree that way is all yeah. ours. All right. But let's say there was a, a way, and and if we went for those those things, we'd probably pay like four fifty. So like they just like just so just it for our, on our end, it's just so that we know that that farmer pues is making a little bit more pues. So he gets like a one the more than that dollar, and and maybe that makes him break even. Maybe. That's close to him breaking even. I don't know. Like, but once you go direct, then we know exactly what that farmer's getting. You know? Yeah, yeah we're still yeah. paying for shipping, though, but we know exactly what all those costs are. But we know at the end the farmer gets whatever it is, and, and we know he he can survive off that, and he's gonna be here next year. So this is a business, and you know, business is fucking tough. This is why we're bad at business. <laughs> I mean, like because you have a conscience, yeah. you can't have a conscience in the business. That's what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, you know what? I've, I've had your coffee but, I, we, we drink it here It's fucking awesome But uh, the, you, you can have a conscience way Like it doesn't Hold on You can have a conscience in, After the fact You can have a conscience Because even like um, Not before you, 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 can't, you can't start this with a conscience You gotta start this with a fucking doggy dog And then once you get to that point it I says, don't, you, you know what We made it Now let's develop a conscience And that way We don't Like we were talking about earlier You can't be at a blackjack table and, and ride that wave with 200 bucks. You got to ride yeah. that wave with 400 bucks. Right? You can't have a conscience you when you start the coffee game. You got to go in there. I and, think you and, can and, have and, both ways. Like, like, I mean, of course, it's going to be harder way. Like you, it's I be would harder, believe you if uh, you had a com big-ass company. Well, we're, if I would even get there, it would be nice to get there, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like that, there's a lot of, uh, nowadays, boys, there's a lot of people willing to pay a little bit more to, to know things like that, pues, or at least get it that feeling that they're not fucking over. Is it in, in, enough to keep you in business? In, well, enough to, to keep so you going? Even driving here, I was listening to NPR and they're interviewing some lady. I can't remember. She she does flower way, like mm -hmm. like baking Arena. flour. Arena. But uh, as, as wet, I'm assuming. I don't want to, I guess. It's not, she sounded like a wet I forgot her name. But she does it in Pasadena. She, mm -hmm. Her mail is in Pasadena. And even though the guy interviewing was asking her, okay, so I can go to the market. Like, how, how do you do it? Because, like, I can go to the market and buy, you know, the, the two-pound thing of flour for yeah. for two fifty, mm -hmm. and yours is $8. So, like, are you guys making money? She's like, yeah, we are making money because cause she goes, I think she started trying to do wholesale, and it wasn't working out until she, right before COVID, she said she shifted. She was, they're shifting more to going just, like, retail. Mm -hmm. And she said that's when they started making money because people are actually willing to pay for a, a better product that they know is made here in Pasadena with better ingredients. Of course, not everybody can... And, and, and I agree with you. 
if you can afford to live in Pasadena. If you don't, if you can't afford to live in Pasadena and you're in El Monte and you go there and you see a pound for two fifty and a pound for eight dollars, you don't, you don't have Pasadena income. So that's really what it's based what? on. So I think they just interviewed the, interviewed the right people to get the right answer. I interviewed someone in Almani and be like, "Fuck, por qué two fifty for my seca or whatever the name brand yeah. is?" So I, I think that has a lot to do with it because no matter where you're at, everybody's looking for for something cheaper. I, I think the I think the, the 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 angle the angle to go or the route to go would be what you just said right now is you pay three dollars a pound and then you have so many different uh, people involved. I think you need to get involved in every aspect of it so you make money in every aspect of it getting here so you can sell it cheaper. You're the carrier over here, so you know you you, you it gets here cheaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get involved in every aspect, you can sell it for two fifty like everybody else. It'll be a better product because you made money. On everything, I mean, you know what I mean? Not, instead of paying someone to do it, you did it yourself, and that's cheaper. If, if you're if you're doing it, like so, where everybody, like like at least from my point of view, from I mean, I can't talk directly for the four of us, but from my point of view, five. I, five. I, I, hey, I hey, 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 it was a sanction. Right hey, Frankie's about to, all right, but go ahead. Like I, I wanted to benefit both sides, pues. So like I wanted to benefit on the farmer side and on this side because uh, we do like little donation thing too. Which it's a whole other pedal, but like I think you can do all that, because even if you do all that, pues you're not going to be as cheap as Starbucks. No, you're just it's like, it's like fighting Walmart way. Oh yeah, no, I agree. And I agree. and same thing, like obviously, he's un pobreton not going to be able to afford the the fucking the, the bag, you know. I get it, but we have a lot of raza way that that's made a upper middle class pues that well, could afford. Well, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie or you guys or Ramon, you know, like. We're in that little group way, and there's a lot of us, and there's enough boys to support the model where where the farmer in Mexico or Costa Rica or Guatemala can make their money too. You know, like they, they we can sustain their business model with our business model, and I, that's what I feel like. If we can get across to people, I mean, not everybody's going to give a fuck, but if we get enough people to give a fuck, I don't care if it's a million dollars company or like multi million dollar corporation, as long as we're big enough. To sustain ourselves, and if I can make a little money to fucking, that's what I live off of, running that little company and the four of us running that company, then that's good enough for me, way. I don't have to make a million dollars, way. Like, I've talked about it all before. Like, I used to make good money. I've now learned to live on the little bit of money that I live on now, you know? So even if I made, not even what I made before, way, if I, if, if, if it just grew big enough to me sustain myself and my little bills that I have now, mm-hmm. I'm good with that, way. I don't need to make a hundred thousand a year anymore. So, like, I think people can understand that. Well, like you can understand that we're trying to pay that farmer right, and then at the same time maybe donate here to to the youth center. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for me, I, now I'm kind of not like my family's not a pobreton. I should kind of clarify that I'm a pobreton. Like my my kids have more toys than fucking <laughs> most kids in the fucking world. Right? Like I'm not a pobreton. My my like uh, immediate family does okay. Like my wife has a good job. My fucking, uh, but my, like, my mom and my sisters and all them, they have really good jobs, you know? So my kids fucking have no need for anything. Where, like, they have, me, myself, though, I don't, they gotta, like, I don't go shopping on Amazon like crazy. I only get what I need, you know? I only pay, I've lowered all my bills to whatever, just what I need. Because I don't want to be a burden on, I don't want to be fucking time my wife to fucking, or my girl, you know, to fucking support all my shit. Hey, wait, I gotta go buy this new fucking game type of shit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. No tienes unos extra 50 que me aviente. <laughs> so, 
so it's like that but like I, I I guess it's another character flaw that I always want to figure out a way to give I guess more than I have you know what giving is fucking awesome giving somebody something makes you feel better than buying yourself something ten times over yeah, I, sure. I, 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 I really enjoy fucking doing the giving I agree with you yeah no and I, I think like I mean my kids they're not old enough to like not, like uh, see those things yet but like we said, like as they grow up, maybe they'll learn from that or like get that that, that idea. Oh, the fuck, dick, my fucking dad's shoes are like fucking four years old, but he, right? apparently he's having a charity event. Like, his hat's 18 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's traveling with the Chicano Shuffle doing fucking charity events, but fucking he still has the same dog you have from when they won the World Series. <laughs> with Fernando. Yeah, so, dude, yeah, like, I, because I, my goal really, and I think uh, we've talked about it, it's kind of like the, Go overalls to help out on that end, and then on this end, give like to little community things way, or even like GoFundMe's. If we see a little GoFundMe for a paletero type of oh, thing, yeah, like that, yeah. we can just fucking drop a couple hundred on, you know, like fucking here, this donation, and and that all is built into the price of you buying the coffee. Yeah, it's like just like the one onda that one is literally the one that we built to, like a portion of that always goes to something. So that the, the last year was all going to. To um, we're doing it for what is that charity called? Cheese, I can't even remember. Fuck, being cheese addresses or cassette. But we're doing it. It's a, they, they, it's not a big charity. It's a tiny, tiny, like tiny charity. They give out a little scholarships, like little small scholarships for Southgate High, mm-hmm. to just help people, like help kids, like with their moving expenses or to buy some books. It's not yeah, even, yeah. Like big scholarships, but those are like what we like. You know, it's like smaller, more impactful things way than. Than giving to the Red Cross or something, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like, we know exactly where this money's going, you know? Yeah, if you ever give the Red Cross, you bought, like, a fifth of a pint of blood. But yeah. if you give over here, you bought a whole book. Yeah, no, but you know, like, you know exactly, like, this yeah. went to this girl, and this girl's fucking bought these books, or she moved to Berkeley, and, you know, like, you know exactly where it's going, and that I like that idea better, you know? That, that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I, you know what? Like, like I said, great coffee. I um, uh, I drink it because I drink my coffee black. And I, I've tasted it. I yeah. can taste the difference, you know? So it's fucking good coffee. Uh, yeah, Fernando, yeah, we're at the end. Nos pasamos. No, no, nos pasamos, okay. dog. Nos pasamos. Okay. I had the, the last, uh, last three questions set up. Man, pero. Hey, uh, thank you for uh, joining us. you have any plugs, anything uh, you want to uh, bring coffee, up? Coffee, stasacoffee.com. And... Uh, we saved uh, Frankie's marriage, dog. I hope. Save this marriage, dog. He, maybe he owes us a chiquisito. ¿Verdad? No, I, I could have talked about it a little better, pero creo que se iba a pegar los tecates, güey. ¿Verdad? ¿Tan buenas, verdad? Yeah, güey. I mean, I don't, don't drink tecates most of the time, pero ya ves, now I'm fucking stuttering, güey. Ya valió verga. No, but yeah, yeah, because, oh, dude, I can talk about a lot of coffee, pero ahorita I was fucking blanking in my chin. No, está bien, está bien, man. Well, um, yeah, we're at the end. Um, everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of No Follow, No Problem. And uh, Fernando, thanks for... Uh, Sitting in uh, for Frankie, you know what I like to do is uh, Frankie's a busy man, and he's uh, you know he's doing stuff. So whenever he says, "Hey man, I can't make it," I like reaching out to all the fucking you know the, the podcast community. You know, I like reaching. Hey man, hey, I need someone to sit in for Frankie. Frankie, man, come on, you know. So uh, let me call Fernando this time, man. Let me see if he's available. Dude. So I appreciate you coming in on a like, four-hour notice. Well, yeah, and, and I get nervous too. Usually I say, "Oh, no puedo," wait, pero. I've been trying to change that, you know. I'm trying to change. Hey, do you leave? Hello, la cerveza también ha estado dormida. Oh no, but yeah, that's why I fucking kept going with it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Fernando, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Wayne. All right, you guys. <laughs>